I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm? You could say that. I can see it in your eyes. You have the look of a man who accepts what he sees because he is expecting to wake up. Welcome to Team Rabbit Hole Edition 272 with Peyton QB. Welcome, well met once again. And I sincerely do hope that nobody feels excluded by the intro as it says men. We were just joking about this whole idea, man, women. But I saw you smiling, so I guess it's okay. Welcome to the show oh, once again. I couldn't, hear, I couldn't hear the intro. I was sitting there like, what's oh. going on? It was all like, <laughs> like, I was like, is this their like rabbit hole jam i couldn't well, hear anything then said. it's it's garbled unfortunately well it's a it's the morpheus quote say again jim it totally garbled I, it's not just me i think i think it's it's happening maybe. yeah jim if you want to talk you have to talk into a microphone otherwise we can't hear you properly i think the intro is jarbled and stuff because i never hear it when i'm in costa rica which is where i'm at but i thought that was because of me but it might not be because of me because she's also experiencing said things yeah but it's only for the guests on the recording it's fine so i'm sorry restream issues what to do it's basically the morpheus quote saying uh you're tumbling down the rabbit hole and holy shit here we go kind of it's the matrix yeah, it's great. Raphael uh, made it up. Um, all right, so this is episode 272 of Cool Stuff because it's a palindrome. Always fun when the mathematical sinks pop off the bat. And 2 plus 7 is 9, plus 2 is 11, which reduces to 2. And that is the High Priestess. I offer up the mysteries of life. The High Priestess card, trusting your intuition, listening to your inner guides, understanding yourself better, listening to the music of the universe, and allowing creative creative ideas to germinate. Raphael, what card do you have? We got the two of wands. This is ambition, willpower, influence, fortune, individual will to bring change upon another for good. Two of wands in numerology is the 2810 So wheel of fortune and magician right behind it. Mm. So I'm curious, Peyton, um, if anything resonates for the High Priestess card, if you know Tarot at all, or the Two of, two of Wands, like you were saying. Uh, I'm kind of new to Tarot, um, but I, I do. isn't the High Priestess kind of like a wisdom keeper? Doesn't she... Like she, has, she has like the book of knowledge. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, I resonate uh, with that and like... Yeah, totes. This is. I was, where, this I was excited when you when you had it. I was like, "Ooh, high priestess! Ooh, super cool, right?" Yeah. Uh, that's the David uh, Bowie Starman Tarot deck. We've had David. Oh Beatles yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that deck. It's a good deck. It's a dope deck. Yeah, I got gifted it. Um, so yeah, the high priestess is all about. I mean, it's not. So, it's it's funny and ironic because you're like, I don't know it that well, but between ceremonies of psychedelics and the kind of art vibes you do. 
the offerings you're doing maybe soon and we can get into that and your kind of womb healing stuffs that's very feminine i mean basically it's the it, the intuitive hidden feminine power whereas mm -hmm. like the high priestess is like that's like you know esoteric stuff exoteric like religion and maybe like the declaration of independence and structure of the pope whatever stuff like that uh that's the high priest or the hierophant card but you don't have to know much about uh uh this stuff i just find it always interesting to see if there's any synchronicities or magic right off the bat so oh, for me no, I, do, I, I do like it yeah it's dope I but knowing you and, readings and all your scorpio energy this is very scorpionic kind of hidden feminine womb mysteries like Wow, where does it all come from? So, and the Two of Wands is about making choices uh, and grabbing on, to basically, you know, the thing that's going to take off. Like, there's there's no holding back. Like, A or B and go. It's not just like, sit around and think. So, I don't know mm. if you've been thinking about making decisions lately or um, making moves, but you've got that power in this episode for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I kind of have. There's kind of been this decision to like really like give my business a full go and like let myself fully commit to one project right now. And like, um, like just, you know, I'm a, I'm a manifesting generator. I don't know if you're also like into human design, but I'm sitting here like there's so many ideas and like so many things and I'm having to like kind of hone it in and make a decision of like where I'm going to focus my energy and like actually finish something. Cause the thing about my Manny Jen self is I, I start a lot of things, but I haven't finished a lot of things. And so I'm kind of making some decisions now to start finishing things and implement structure into my business, which has been a huge thing I've been missing. It's like my masculine, my inner masculine coming in to take care of my femme flow and, yeah, it's, it's one thing to have a garden. It's another thing to be like, look, let's clone these plants and sell them. Let's, uh, you know, have them on display and make a name for ourselves for this orchid or whatever. Um, so that's what's up. I totally understand what you're saying on that front. Um, we were just discussing right in the green room right before you came on. I was like, hey, do we have a boot shooter YouTube? Because I'm not really in charge of all the tech. Raphael kind of posted it Spotify and random places and uh, like probably five places, I guess. I don't even know. Raphael can speak upon it. Um, I just kind of wrangle the cats and ask a lot of questions. Gemini life. But Raphael's, uh, this whole podcast was his uh, fucking idea. It wasn't even my idea. But um, he's the one who's posting it up. So I was like, is it on YouTube? And he's like, no, that shit's CIA and his algorithm suck. And right when you were coming on, I was like looking up Team Rabbit Hole because a few people who have YouTube channels have been on. And I found one, you know, the top search engine was like, oh, 2,000 views basically. And from this person that we have on a lot, Andreas Exertus. Um, but basically ghosting on there. So... I feel you. The whole point is like, okay, how do we structure this? We have teamrabbithole.com. What do we do with that? I paid you know, a few bucks for two years now and I haven't really fucked with it much. Maybe it's time to design it or make some gear. Or mm. I've actually thought um, when I was in Australia, I was going to do this, but the situation kind of changed. So I'm not doing it uh, with this particular artist at this point, but doing a, a tarot deck or an Oracle deck with an artist. Um, I don't know if you do that kind of stuff, uh, commissions and stuff. There's a guy I just hit up last night who's a Thai artist from Thailand that he's really fucking amazing digital artist. And I was like, do you do commissions? He's like, no. So I'm starting – point is, all that being said, uh, yes, honing in, creating the structure. Um, you have to have – you have to have bones to have a body. I mean a lot of people in the new age mm -hmm. kind of um, most modern people are like, I don't want rules. Don't bind me in. And it's like, <laughs> you know, if you're – <laughs> 
I think it's great, but if you like don't know what key you're in and you don't know when it's going to stop and start, and you know, it's like a song yeah. is a, is you don't want to just play the one hit all the time, but it's like it's nice that Hey Jude was written. <laughs> it's nice that Daft Punk wrote some shit and didn't just fiddle around, right? So it's like structure really is very important. But yeah. I think the two cards with the high priestess is like that that inspiration has to be coming from the mysterious place like the inner sanctum who mm. knows where the M mystery creativity the muse whatever it's you can't just uh i mean in a sense it's a paradox in a sense you have to show up and like you know do it all the time and sometimes magic happens and sometimes it doesn't so it's just a matter of like being persistent i guess in a way um and structuring things but at another level you can't you can't just uh real magic is kind of unpredictable as you might know as an artist sometimes it's like yes i can go out there and paint and do stuff but like when you're like really jamming and you're like in the zone and you have a vision and you're just like oh i got the idea for this whole thing i mean we could talk about that for a second i'm kind of rambling but um what what do you think about the creative process like yeah how how do you paint you just like throw up an idea and then kind of fuck with it over time or does it vary from piece know. to piece it's kind of it's kind of a mix of both um sometimes an idea the way I think of it is an idea kind of comes to get me started unless I'm like going into something because I'm just like, I just want to paint to paint. Nah. But sometimes, yeah, it's both. I, I do both. Sometimes I just start painting and see what happens. And sometimes I have an idea that will drop in. Uh, I can give you an example. I'm like in my studio right now. I don't know if this will be Show it off. Show it off. visual, but like, we're looking at my priestess's fucking intersection. <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out where the camera's at. Uh, this is confusing. Hang on. Uh, for instance, like this lion piece over here, back here, like mm -hmm. the idea came to me and it was like, just paint this lion and make it like an island and like, ha like have the lion be the island and like have waterfalls and all this stuff come and then the idea kind of just starts to like go off on itself and, and like new things might come out. Like there might be dolphins flapping out of the lion's head or something like I, it has like a peacock mane and all this like multi-dimensional things I would never have thought of. Like it's got all this stuff in it that I, I didn't think of, but it just kind of happened while I was painting. Like, so it's kind of, it's kind of like clairvoyance comes in just like this this sacred site or like something comes in and is like hey so we got you here look like can you paint that next and like it, it shows me it's like here's what's next here's what's next and like painting is like like i don't know it's almost always magical for me honestly it's like i mean sometimes i'm like uh i don't How know how much are you when you're doing it as a musician, I'm sometimes can be very self-conscious, like, oh, I just played that, or I'm in the wrong key, or whatever. You know, it's it's a little yeah. kind of temporarily different. Um, but are you sitting there being like, all right, why a lion? Are you overanalyzing? Or just being like, fuck it, a lion it is. You know, I, and there's no right or wrong no, answer. And no, I'm kind of just excited. I'm like, yeah, a fucking lion island. Damn, yeah, I'm gonna go do that. And like, that's cool. And I get excited. I at the time the lion idea came in. Uh, I was reading the book Big Magic. Have you read that? No, should I? It's it's a it's a good book. It's a good book. It's all about creativity, and it's sitting there. Basically, what I was taking away from it at the time was like, ideas are fleeting, and if you like want to be the one who brings forth an idea, you gotta right. act on it. Yeah, and like otherwise, it's gonna bounce over to the next person who has the gifts to do it. 
and in the in the book the the author uh talks about how she like did all this research and started to write this book and then she kind of life happened she got sidetracked and uh she just went about her life and then was like oh yeah i should come back to this book and then somebody wrote the like exact same book she was gonna write it was like so random too she ended up becoming that lady's like best friend or something but i was like oh no no i'm gonna paint the lion i'm doing it like so i grab all the ideas but then i'm kind of an idea hoarder in some kind of ways because i'm like not finishing them <laughs> so i don't know just looking at your chart i mean i have your chart from last episode i'm like okay so you got I mean, a Scorpio stellium, Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, and Jupiter, and Pluto. So you're my generation. All right. Uh, well, your Chiron's in Virgo, so this full moon will be really healing for you, probably. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> it makes so much sense to me. Thank you. <laughs> did, you uh, did I say something new on you? I thought you knew your chart. Uh, I kind of did. I did. I kind of actually forgot recently what my Chiron was in, and I was like, I wonder what my Chiron's in. And for some reason, okay. I also thought that was Scorpio. And for me, I was like, yeah, of course, it's probably a Scorpio. That makes sense. But no, it's seventh house, uh, Virgo. So it's Libra flavored Virgo, if you want to put it that way. So it's like maybe, uh, you know, how how would I put it? Maybe you've been in a very deep service in the relationships and been taken advantage of to a degree where you're like, oh, I, mm. I painted a mural. You didn't pay me. Fuck. Well, I did you a solid. You didn't do me the solid. Whoa, time. this makes so much sense. Woo! Just okay. shit, man. All day long. Why do you think I fuck with the stuff? It's I know. <laughs> I mean, I love I love it too, and I feel like I've uh, it's been a slow process of for me getting into it or like really learning it. I kind of learn it as I'm interested. So, like for instance, if I have like a partner, I'm like, yeah, you, I, I'm gonna learn your shit. So I know how to like relate to you. Yeah, no, it's just like, that you have all the dirt. Women, what's your what's your Venus? Like, oh, yeah. So that's kind of how I learn things. That's what's up. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to talk about it much, but with uh, Chiron and Virgo, um, I mean, yeah, it's just like you might have issues with. I mean, generally, it's like service organizing, like you're saying, where it's like, oh my gosh, I need to get more like succinct and cross my T's, dot my eyes. It's like this is going to be the wound. It doesn't mean it's like something. You're you're always, you know, it doesn't mean you're going to be dragging this dead leg. It just means to be aware of it. My car runs in Gemini, and I'm a sun and moon Gemini. So it's like, oh, my God. Like, you can hear I get cut myself off. I get distracted like a squirrel. Like, it's really problematic. Um, definitely never finish things I start. I mean, we've had this podcast for over almost three years, two two or three years. And it's like, we should maybe do something with the website. <laughs> it's like that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if I was Capricorn, I'd be like, wow, let's go. So, um. Anyway, oh, I'm looking at that piece behind you. Oh, uh, Rafael, you want to say something? We have a website. Oh, I know. I paid for the domain name for two years. Um, we, but it's not that you, much. Have like, you been on the website? I know that you gave me the WordPress right before I came out here. And have I, you I been know on the like website? There. Oh, I have it. Not really, but I keep putting well, it. Well, then you there. don't know if we have a website. We do have a website. Yeah. So, but I know. Yeah, like, what is it like? <laughs> TeamRabbitHole.com. Dot com. Yeah, yeah. I snagged that shit up ASAP. I was like, oh, of course. And the funny thing about this thing is it started with a hashtag, right? I was just kind of fucking around and I was like, oh, singularity or bust is a hashtag. I'm like, oh, the Royal We, which is like a big basket thing. And then Team Rabbit Hole came out and people resonated with it. I made it a meme page. I kind of let other people make, like there's a Team Rabbit Hole Ohio. There's another Team Rabbit Hole with us, uh, a girl. She asked me at one point, and I didn't really think about it. She's like, do you mind if I call my 
page team rabbit hole too and i'm like no because i don't really give a shit but now i'm thinking it's like oh shit there's all these team rabbit holes so i got the dot com we're all good we're wavy we got fucking almost 300 episodes i'm not what? sweating it didn't but... come up for me that's weird hang on I'm like, so, I just wanted to look. I'm like all into branding and stuff. I'm like, might as well. Like, I mean, I have no clue what's on there? I've kind of let Raphael do whatever. Uh, I just bought the thing. Wait, oh. you may you may need to add the W's before that. The subdomain okay. is somehow not configured as the proper redirect. I wasn't able to figure that well, out. Well, I'm glad we're taking care of shop. Virgo full moon. It's like okay for the record, people. www. But here it's on the. And if you look for it on Google or yeah, you have engine, to put the www. Actually... Whoa, but it looks nice. You got this nice electric energy. Oh, that shit! I think Raphael did that. Yeah. Oh, you got a cool logo. What? The logo's cool. Who did your logo? Yeah, a dear friend of mine. My... No, 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 no. A dear friend of mine did the logo, and I, um, and he also did the drawing. Basically, a friend of mine sent me. There's a famous well, image. Well, the original of, drawing was the thing from England, right? Yeah, there's a famous image of the three okay. Harrys or the three rabbits. And then wow. I got sent this to from a friend from a book and was like, oh, you should use this. And I'm like, we can't really use it. I don't want to get into copyright issues with a particular image. So a friend of mine uh, drew it as a, I can actually show it off right here on the top right. So he drew this basically, you know, just have an outline of it, you know, oh, right, right. Cool. and uh, then I made this version just to have a version. And then he actually made this one. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's the one we Very using now. The and original then, art. Basically, from, and, and from this one, uh, the animation that you see, I found this really cool open source software called Natron, where you can basically do like 2D animations, you know, you script it together through these boxes and algorithms. And I managed to hack around a bit to make something look somewhat decent, you know, with integrated filters, this Tesla filter, and wow. then like a, a color so wheel that's just turning, you know, and some timing in the, in the scripting, some simple stuff, you know. And then I was able to churn this out and convert it into a GIF so it can actually be displayed on the website. So that's what we use. And the image below, like the nice one, stained glass, is also by the same friend who did the initial like line-out drawing. So Do I know this one? You don't know him yet. You should totally come on. Uh, Dominic, his name. Yeah. Dominic, shout out. Yeah, you got to get him on, man. Something. I All I know is originally, I don't remember exactly how it came to be, but my family, part of my family, my mom's side, um, comes from Somerset, England. And um, in Somerset, they had that symbol essentially as like this old, you know, from like the Middle Ages or whatever. It was this like secret society with like three rabbits and no one, just like it's like a, almost like a mystery school. It was like, dude, my family fucking with the rabbit hole like all the way back then. Like, how does this work? Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, so then we kind of used the art and here we are. So we don't have to keep talking about that. But the art I see in your background. <laughs> Is that a molecule or is that just like sacred kind of psychedelia? What's going on there? Look, there? Oh, gallery. Yeah. Oh, my. I don't know. I have if a lot know. of my. So this is like what's in my art room is like all unfinished art. Once I finish it, I don't want to look at it anymore. I'm like, you know, <laughs> like kind that. of move it, move it out. Well, because I'm just, I'm, I'm always creative. I can't have it taking up space, you know. What? Reorienting this is killing me. Here I got that's kind of like a mandala it's it's called the great pussy in the sky god it's so confusing on how to reorient this 
Fret not. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, is that like great like, in the sky illusion? God, I'm so confused on, on how to hold this. Uh, yeah, I was gonna like make a finger, like a giant hand coming down and like fingering this like sky pussy, and then uh, there's like dolphins and all these like little that. portals and um, it's dope. Yeah, and like those little lines up there, I was gonna make two peacocks looking. Kind of, they're like the guardians. Oh, God, Jesus. Anyway, just don't drop your computer. Yeah. It's just so like it's so like backwards and yeah, that that's a disorder. My sisters and another pussy I've portal. Seen, correct. I mean, obviously, floral slash labial uh, art is a jam for you, and there's yeah. dope. Yeah, nudity. You're not afraid. You're very scorpionic. I mean, you're playing with taboos clearly. It's yeah, like a yeah, and I think. Yeah, I think my art's just probably gonna get more Scorpio-ish, if you want to call it that, or I don't know. I'm becoming more or less shy about it, where I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever. This is what I do, and um, I've kind of had to learn how to like deal with censorship online. Like, I think that of the nudity, like free the nipple kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, free the nipple stuff, and like. Uh, I mean, some of my stuff's, like, I guess more erotic than this. And there was, like, I don't know. It's just social media is weird. Things get taken down all the time for dumb shit. And you're, like, like TikTok, I can't do TikTok at all. They don't, they, like, any implied nudity is immediately taken down. And, like, I can't even do it. I'm, like, fuck you guys. Anna wants to have babies through clothes, apparently, or whatever. And now you're wondering, Jim, why we don't have a YouTube, at least not one set up by oh, me initially, you know? Yeah, so. no, this is, this is time <laughs> when we're talking about this. I mean, gatekeeping is a real issue because on the one hand, um, how would I put it? You know, I, I'm really into street art. Whenever I was traveling Australia or Europe and stuff, I'd take a lot of pictures of like graffiti and sticker art and stuff. And so you'd see all sorts of kind of, not necessarily erotica, but you'd see like, you know, anti-capitalist or fuck the police and all sorts of cool art. Um, in galleries, it tends to be pretty toned down, uh, or uh, depending on the, I guess the the vibe of the place. But on social media, it seems to be a struggle just to get one's voice heard, depending on the content. I mean, I I didn't really think about it much, but that sucks. Yeah, and like you know, I guess what he he's coming on here, like yeah, see why we're not on YouTube and stuff. Like even the way I talk, I cuss like a sailor and I say yeah, I pussy you. like every other word, like just because I I'm really like. I'm really in care. that stuff. I'm like, I, I can't not, it's not that I, yeah, it's not that I don't care. I guess like, it's more so like, I'm just being myself, I guess. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Yeah, totally. And I isn't there also like time. an argument to be made in art in general that, you know, the overly sanitized versions, like with the gallery that you mentioned, that's almost like a, a default, um, what's the right word handicap in a sense you know like if you do a certain type of art you'd be more you know promoted or accepted or not censored or even pushed by the algorithm you know if you do what is pleasant to whatever the clickbait or whatever it is and if you're not you're fine automatically you're kind of put you know just like you mentioned you can't even publish on some some pages and i mean it's art like what is this you know yeah it's super weird actually there's kind it's kind of like I don't, I want to be choosy with my words here. Um, 
It's funny because it's some sometimes I feel like I'm not erotic enough with my art. <laughs> like, like when I share something like really erotic on my like feed, I mean, if people are like, like the engagement it gets is like, like everyone's sharing it, everyone's so excited. Like, you know, if I can get away with it, and then it's like, like an implied pussy might not get as much. It's just kind of like, yeah, my seashell. <laughs> I'm like, so like I'm like I don't know and I'm just I'm just doing what I want at this point I'm not like trying to please any algorithms and stuff like I don't I actually don't believe that that's magnetic or like in service anyway I think we should do what we we want so I'm not nice trying to do anything. but I do notice it and I'm like oh, I'm like what do you want you want you want the you want the actual thing or you want the implied thing or well, it's tricky. David Bowie himself was like, never play to the gallery. Is it like, look, you guys are here to do what I'm going to make a presentation and you're going to accept it or watch it or, you know, listen to music or whatever. At the same time, you, you want to be conscious. I guess, I mean, it depends on the medium maybe and the moment of the career and the piece itself and all this shit. But it's like, you don't want to be narcissistic to the degree. Where, Cause I used to be like, I play guitar and I don't give a shit. If anyone listens to this, I'm having fun. And then it turned into like, I said thing with Tarot and astrology where it's like, this is for me. It was very selfish in a sense. And I was like, I don't care about other people. And then I started realizing that it might actually help others in their process. And if it brought me this much joy, it might actually bring other people joy and stuff like that. So it turned from like, kind of like, this is my private, like my cabaret and I do what I want in my room or, you know, whatever, um, to something more where it's like, all right, I'll make an offering and you guys can participate, but I'm not here for approval necessarily. Yeah. I think that's what you're Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, no, your team rabbit hole fuck. I've always known that because I mean, just how not necessarily. The, I mean, obviously, I'm not like you know making little videos about seashells and stuff, um, which I thought was <laughs> cool. But um, you have a IDGAF attitude. I mean, you just don't care, and it's not like it's not irreverent beyond a point. It's just I think Pluto and Scorpio. It's like it's just intense. Like Pluto and Scorpio. I have that. I don't know if Raphael has that. He probably does, but that means you're closer to my age. It's about you know 10, 15 years. Of um, course, Pluto and yeah. Scorpio so is the like, best. <laughs> well, it's Jesus flipped the tables right in the in the synagogue. Yeah. It's like say? yo, this shit doesn't even work. Uh, the way I look at it, Pluto Pluto is like well, there's kind of two ways to look at it. Um, Pluto is about transformation, right? And Pluto and Scorpio is like exalted, it's called. So it's like this is like no fucking around. One analogy I sometimes use in uh, readings and stuff is like, you know, in movies and stuff where there's like a battle and there's a bunch of people groaning on the battlefield and someone's going around stabbing them with a sword to make sure they're dead, whatever. That's Pluto and Scorpio. It's running around being like, look, whatever's not working is not going to work anymore. So slavery, sexism, you know, whatever, war, whatever it is. Right. So it's like um, slowly but surely our generation or this, you know, these the Pluto and Scorpio generation is like we're not dealing with with stupidity like that anymore to hopefully ideally and then the other aspect is jesus flipping tables and the um you know tack all in the uh, i guess people were like in the temple or whatever in the bible story and he's like fuck this, this is my father's house ah it's like very extreme very um confrontational transformation yeah um, so that's kind of the i don't get energy yeah i like i don't know if you've seen like there's like some chart and i don't know where you find this chart but it kind of shows like the different roles that we have in society and there's like all these little branches and it's like there's creators there's healers and the there's there's disruptors 
and I, I call myself a, there's two, there's two that I, and it kind of gives descriptions on like what each one is. And for me, I really resonated with visionary, which is like the big dreamers and these people who are like, okay, shit hasn't been, you know, like there's a better way of doing things. There's a new way of doing things. And then there's disruptors too. And those people kind of come in and shake the shit up. And to me, that's very Scorpio energy of just being like, yeah, like we got to talk about the taboo. Oh, you might, you might like this uh, thought. It kind of came in conversation because me and my, me and my sisters were actually, we were looking at like my human design chart and uh, we were talking about the energy of Scorpio. And I was just, we were talking about how it's like misunderstood. And I was like, yeah, I've really had to like do some work around this and like just kind of accepting like what I have to offer. Cause it is a little in the taboo and it's a little unconventional and like, yeah. It can just be edgy to like play that role in society, I guess, to like be like, let's talk about the taboo thing. Isn't the, the interesting part, I always, you know, come back to this uh, strange vision I had, I'll recount it very briefly, in a fictional setting or whatever, I did some, not this, the setting wasn't fictional, I did some quantum hypnosis, which is like this, you know, brings you back to supposedly parallel lives. Dolores Cannon invented this, maybe you've heard of it, quantum hypnosis. When did you do this? Because I don't think I've heard the story. I'm pretty sure I mentioned. I basically just with a friend in the US and he just had a sheet of paper. You can just do it. It's just like a, a few sentences that you read to someone. They meditate, you know, they lay down or something, and then you have whatever visions. And I was even surprised that I got quite detailed three different visions. Yeah, pretty surprising. Anyhow, one of them was the idea, because I don't really believe in the official narrative timeline of the Roman Empire anymore, but it was some kind of a Senate type setting, like a legislature. And the idea was, and we had learned this in school, that um, they had basically just banned the Bacchanalia, which was, you know, the reverence of Dionysus, like the chaos principle, the principle of fertility and sexuality and so on. And supposedly in the official story, you know, people were doing crazy stuff on the mountain and maybe, you know, too deviant or whatever. But in any case, in the official narrative, it was deemed too dangerous or too unsettling for society as a whole so they banned it and in this vision wow. i was one of the senators or whatever people responsible and i was sitting on the steps of that building or whatever it would be council and i was pretty depressed because i realized oh they just or maybe i participated maybe not but i witnessed that there was just a vote of uh, banning this and i was like oh not now i know civilization will go to you know where because if we uh -huh. uh, ban those things by institution it will only you know push it further to the supposed underground or something or even out of consciousness so it can the, sh the light cannot be shown upon it and those so-called all taboo ideas cannot be um contemplated and integrated in a way that no one needs to be harmed you know but if you push him away then usually in a sense it's allowed to fester not only in particulates in society people being deviant or criminal so-called but also in each one's consciousness, actually, because it's a, if it's part of creation, it's there to at least understand. But if it's completely shunned or denied, you know, it will only come, you know, to bite you in the back. At least that's, that's my impression of the whole, the whole topic. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of like where I was, I was going is, uh, do you, do y'all know that Scorpio has 
this is like from what I know of Scorpio and astrology that they have three different um, totems or zodiac signs. And the, yeah, the Scorpio, which is like what most people know, it's like jealousy, manipulative, possessive, just kind of that, that like that kind of vibe. And then like the hypersexual. And then, then there's the eagle phase, which is where they're kind of like, oh yeah, I see my shadow. And like, I'm going to kind of learn to work with that. And I'm gonna work on my career and stuff. And then there's Phoenix phase, which is like they're these ultimate kind of peacekeepers and shamans and um, whatnot. And I was telling my friends this, and my friend, she, she comes out of the bathroom and she's like, yo, like I had this thought come to me. And she was like, what if like, you know, cause I was telling her there's kind of like this weird energy. Sometimes when people like know I'm a Scorpio, they're kind of like almost afraid. It's it's really interesting. It's just something I noticed that like when people kind of figure out that you're a Scorpio, there's a little bit of like, oh shit. Like, I don't want to like, you know. Because you guys like, can actually kill people and not care. Part of it. <laughs> it's like. I was telling her that like, you know, every time I see those fucking Scorpio memes, I just don't resonate with them at all. Like that's like all just so focused on like the, the Scorpio dark energy yeah. of like, yeah, like, kind of stuff. yeah. Yeah, and I like she was like, yo, what if they don't want like, you know, we highlight shadows and that's what we do. And we're we're kind of we're living in a society right now that has a lot of shadow that's actually ruling over us. And like like how weird would it be if if someone like me wanted to bring light to that and be like, hey, look at that. Do y'all see that? Like that would really fuck some shit up. So like, I mean. For me, I haven't been taught how to embrace this energy that I have, and I'm I'm kind of in a space where I'm like, okay, it's time to embrace that. Like, yeah, I like to go into the shadow and illuminate, and it's not like I'm trying to like be some dark person. I'm just like I'm like not all shadows are dark. I'm just like curious. I'm like, what's under that? And like, you know, if 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 we have too many people that are asking those questions that's really going to come back pretty heavy on the structures that are already in place, you know? So. Uh, perchance, as you mentioned it earlier, do you know your human design profile? Um, the three, five thing. Yeah. Three, five. All right. So at least you have one five because the fiber aspects were the ones I was thinking about. I believe it's the fiber. No, the five is the role model and Two is the hermit. One is the heretic. One is the hermit. So, um, yeah, I was just wondering if you have any uh, heretic aspects, because <laughs> that's usually, you know, the heretic role. Of course, you know, the one going against the orthodoxy. So that's the human design role that would correspond to that whole idea. Something that may assist ultimately. I don't think I know what that means. I think I looked at it the other day, and I think mine was like, oh, I didn't like what it said. It was actually like I'm a martyr or some shit. And I was like, martyr. Damn. <laughs> That's Are you funny. Uh, you uh, can look that stuff. I know I'm a 4 1, which is, I think that one line is the heretic thing you're talking about, right, Raphael? Uh, my fiance is a manifester 5 1. So that's gnarly. Manifesting generator is what you are. I'm just a manifest. I'm a generator. Uh, I think Raphael is generator too. Uh, but as far as the Bacchanalian thing, it's funny because on the one hand, it's like, oh, there's cycles and stuff, but some of the shit they were doing, 
we would find uncouth and uncivil in a large degree. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was like, you can kill people. It was almost like the purge meets like eyes wide shut kind of stuff. Yeah. Room for that. If you, everyone's consenting and shit, but if you just like walking down the street, like Dionysian, like, you know, death orgy cannibalizes you all of a sudden. It's like, that's no fun for everybody. So yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. So Raphael, even though you're like, damn, I, I can't fuck the crocodiles and then toss them onto the babies or whatever might have. That's not the point. The, 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 issue, the issue even is, uh, even even as a society, if you even get to the point, if we're just talking fiction in a sense, because who knows what really happened and what they write in history books. But assuming the storyline, even if as a society, you're at the point where you need to make a law against that, you know, you already have a problem, you know if they would really be killing each other needlessly or something, and you actually need to create a law against it, you already know that spiritually your society, you know, is not very highly advanced, you know, or is on the descent. It's tricky. You, you see what like I'm saying? Nero? This is, there are things for like which you wouldn't, shouldn't need laws, you know, so people don't hurt each other Ideally, needlessly. Correct. But unfortunately in the dream, it seems, well, we could talk about this for a second. I don't want to debate necessarily, but it's like, it seems that, uh, there are minorities who are disturbed enough and not self-aware enough that they inflict very much trauma onto themselves and others. And that's not mm. ideal, even though it's permitted in the dream and it's all good in some weird new age way. Sure. Like it's happening. So it's like, you know, there's something yeah, to learn those, from those individuals and especially those that really have any cloud can easily exempt themselves also from the current, you know, legal system. So <laughs> maybe that's kind of the issue we spoke, you spoke about earlier in terms of if you ask too many questions, shine light, you know, kind of makes the whole the whole thing crumble tremble and potentially crumble yeah and i think i think my my point is or like my takeaway from all of this was like or the the just the thought was being like it would be really cool if people were taught how to work with this energy like the lower energy to alchemize it so they could get to the peace state you know like if like so like the higher form for me of scorpio and from what I even, I have a Scorpio brother in my my life who was really reflecting this energy to me of like how it's so nice not to just have to hide everything. Like what if you like, you know, just airing, airing things out, just like it's like opening the window or something like getting fresh air circulating in there. Like it's, it's not like, like, let's just all be bad, dark bitches and like, fuck the world up but like it's like how do we use this energy in a healthy way that like serves us and like how do we let people get to a state of empowerment with that because if we had people who were like empowered in this energy and who were empowered by their shadow we would like or like you you know what i'm saying like we'd live in a much different world i think if people might be a little depressed huh uh from the 90s have you ever seen the movie the craft no Oh, you probably like it. It's got a. Uh, is it scary? She's really hot. No, I mean, I mean, okay. it's like you know. No, I don't like not, scary I don't movies. I don't like scary. anything with like scary. I don't watch it. <laughs> no, same. I have too active of an imagination. It's like I'll get imprinted and like be horrified. I mean, gore. I watched like Hostel and Texas Chainsaw Massacre once. Like those are like kind of the extent of my horror. And I'm like, why would anybody watch this? This is some dark shit. Like, yeah. this is just ruining my my psyche. Why, like. And and is, if that's denial, then I guess I'm a denialist or something. But it's like some some horrors in life are so tragic and weird and disturbing that it's like it's not in, like the purge I haven't watched. But it's like why would we watch people like chase people? 
Like the Texas yeah, Chainsaw Massacre. I, there's so movie. much I don't understand about that stuff. I'm not sure how much I want to comment on it on this podcast. We don't need to get into it too much. But from what I understand, it's unfortunately quite well documented that, for example, people chasing, let's just call it people, has occurred before. So uh, unfortunately, in this case, you know, the fiction is not the one to come up with it. So just to let you know. So yeah. Yeah, like yeah. there's, uh, I've heard stories of like, you know, elite families hunting people, kind of like the the most dangerous game or Heart of Darkness, I think maybe is the novel, where it's like, oh, we're going to go kill people. It's like, there, there's psychotic people out there. And I think that's that's the hard thing to talk about because shadow is inherent in everybody, but there's like evil, I guess you could say. Yeah, so like there is. Else. Yes. Yes. Let's maybe talk uh, the about the difference. Not- I think let's talk about the difference here. It's, that's That's very relevant. Because sometimes people of people equate shadow yeah. with evil, but mm-hmm, uh, it's mm-hmm. just a part you know of all kinds of things and can be used in a very constructive and healing and loving and positive. Well, the high priestess, ultimately. she's in shadow. She's hidden, right? I mean, that's like that's like the kind of high end of I wouldn't call it the phoenix necessarily, but it's like that's the high end uh, eagle, maybe former. I don't have to exactly correlate to Scorpio, but the high priestess card, which is what the episode is. It's like, this is the hidden secrets. This is like, I mean, for a long time, and I don't, I'm not sure exactly how this works, but let's just presuppose for a minute, for a long time, um, and I, this could totally be inaccurate, so don't like you know hold me to this. At some point, there was a bunch of people potentially having orgies in caves, and no one really knew who the father was, and they didn't understand parenting or whatever, and it was like, women are the goddess. Holy shit, look, at they have babies. That's kind of the high priestess energy, where it's like this super secret thing, and not to dismiss women's power in in i mean there's secrets that i'll never i'll never be a part of my fiance's talked about like uh to a degree like menstrual blood and i have friends uh judith i don't know how much <laughs> they want me to talk about this but they're like oh i jar that shit and put it on plants and shit it's like yeah i guess see I, that's alien to me I, like if i was just jizzing all over things i'd feel bad so it's a little different for guys i think well um, i mean our stuff's like I mean, I it's could like tell iron, it's full right? of stem cells. It's good. It's got so much nutrients in it. It's literally like the stuff to make new life. It is really good stuff. I could talk about. It. I could. I could rant yeah, about no, that. Like, you can't. I'll, I'll just wrap up my thought. The high priestess is like this hidden energy. This kind of dark. It doesn't have to be dark, but like hidden, dark, whatever, feminine. And then I think the connotation. Uh, I mean, there's like I guess there's a double polarity, right? So it's like light and dark, and then it's like service to self service to other or something like that so if you're dark and service to self that's typically when you get into more crowley and like okay we're gonna do some crazy sacrifice of a person because we want their essence like that's when the evil stuff starts happening nero he didn't yeah. give a shit about Rome. he burned a whole section service to self he's like play i gotta play my fiddle while these people die or you know whatever I, I i don't i'm not like you know gonna define what evil is i don't even know because in some way it has to exist because in some abstract way all, all potentialities have to be explored, but some potentialities are much less helpful than others. Like if, if we're just doing Nagasaki every fucking day, that's not good for everybody. You know what I mean? Or whatever. So it's like, yeah, I guess we need to know what an atom bomb and hydrogen bomb do potentially in our evolution of consciousness, but to dwell on that space is not profitable for life itself. Um, I'm mm-hmm. kind of rambling, but I'll, I'll say one more thing. You should watch the craft. I'm sure it's probably on Netflix or you can illegally stream it. Like I do on everything. Um, it's from the nineties. It's got Bobby, um, Boucher, i.e. Adam Sandler's girlfriend from the water boy. Oh, like yeah. oh yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. I have an and image. She, yeah, it's so not like, scary. It's, it's kind of, it goes into darkness. It's, like, isn't it? 
You know, it's like oh, okay. scary for teenage girls. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. It fucks with you. Kind of like, you know, <laughs> Maybe I'm just words. like, I'm just sensitive. But it's not horrific. It's not, it's not, okay. it's like you know, mysterious. It's not like, oh my God, I just watched, you know, people ripping somebody out and eating them or whatever. It's not disturbing in any way. Um, okay, I got to go Run, fly, be free. Okay. Uh, Raphael, I'm curious oh what your thoughts on evil are. How would you define it? Because like what we were talking about earlier, like it's, I guess it has to exist that, you know, Dionysian, uh, you've heard, I mean, maybe. No, again, because even here, that's kind of what I wanted to point out, because in my mind, at least Dionysian, if we just see it as archetypically as an opposition to Apollonian, it's just chaos and order. It's in a sense, light and dark, conscious and unconscious. And if I start, uh, and then the issue is that unconscious gets labeled evil, conscious gets labeled good, you know, and there is too much inaccuracy in defining those terms. That's what I meant earlier with shadow is not yeah, evil. more nuanced than that. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you yeah. think? I mean, do you define them? Do you have a definition? You don't have to have one, but do you, do you think evil exists? Do you think there's something that like, you know, certain actions or certain things beyond the whole new age, you kind of like all is one and we have to dream every possibility kind of hyper dimensional, whatever. Do you think there's things that are unacceptable to do taboos where it's like, look, we probably shouldn't like, I don't know, whatever, Jeffrey Epstein Island, everybody or whatever. Because we've well, talked think, about this before, where it's like, oh, that's an aspect of myself exploring a darker path. I didn't choose that. I'm a light polarized thing. Whatever, whatever. We're yes, I rather this. again, but, I rather think the real issue is I don't. I'm not sure how much it is about what I or anyone deems is appropriate, but it's more that the energy. It's again this you know metaphysical principle, but still the energy you put into yourself, in a sense, into the world, is the energy you receive back. So if I'm going about enslaving and whatever humiliating uh, dominating individuals this may well happen to me or i may just find myself in a system where then i have to fend off others trying to do the same so it's just some kind of like you know everyone <laughs> how should i say yeah in a sense gets back what they send out or gets what they deserve in a way you know this is becomes very tricky very quickly um but in a basic sense, I would say that's the main argument for me, at least, against acting nefariously, because I don't want to have to deal with people attacking me and so on for, you know, not no reason, but because I would have that energy myself. Can does it make sense? Or Peyton, what do you say? Make sense what I'm We're saying? Talking about evil. What's what's yeah. really not acceptable? Is there such a thing? Because none of us are like high moralists. Like we're like, you know, thou shalt not because do this basically or else. Like, what I'm saying is if, if reality is, is a reflective surface, then you will receive back the energy you put into it. And I'm just like, this, these are energies I don't really want to deal with. So I'm not engaging in them. Simple yeah. as I mean, I agree. It just doesn't, It does to me, it just doesn't feel good to be evil. And if you want to go into it, I, um, I, I had this ayahuasca trip where... I've had a few where there was like a long time where I was like sitting with this mess and I was like, let me explore my shadow. I want to love it. And then I had this one ceremony and it was like, here's how dark you can be. And it was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, I really saw this life where I was literally evil. I was like, I were, I was a sea witch, like, dude, just like Ursula. But like, I look different. But like, it was, dude, that was like a real thing. I was like, holy shit. And I don't know if this is something my subconscious picks up. Who knows what's real but i was sitting there like i mean i really like i really fucked with some shit in that 
life if it was real and I really was like damn that's how dark I can be I definitely didn't give a shit about life I was I was killing people I had this like evil arch enemy sea witch and we like hated each other and like we used dark magic it was dark I can't like when I was like looking at the shit I was like I was scared dude I was like oh fuck <laughs> I like, dude, this is actually why I stopped doing sound healing and stuff for a while. I was like, I need to like really make sure my channel's clear because damn, I went to a dark place like a few times. Like there's been, I've had a few memories of me like uh, even being like a, a rapist and stuff in other lives, like, and, and just like really visually like fully seeing it and me being like, holy shit, like, oh, <laughs> that's intense. So, I mean, I just, I, I think even as a soul i did not feel good like you know like say if like i exited that life i was out of that body and was like damn i don't like this and this is like not what i want to do and um on another on another journey that i was on a totally separate one i did uh have a moment it was super random i had this whole death thing happen where i like died i saw myself as a jew and getting getting killed in a gas chamber and at when i was like leaving my body i was like hanging out with hitler gandhi and trump and i was like what like what the hell happened like why did we have to go through this and there was like this weird like this energy came over me and like i got this overlooking god view of everything i got to see everything that ever was or ever existed and it made so much sense to me in the vision i was like I was like, this had to happen. Like we had to go down that far so we could rise up like this. Like I fully experienced what Ascension was like. And I don't know, it made a lot of sense to me. I feel like evil is in some ways necessary, but it's not longer something I'm going to ever do because I've, I've evolved past that. Like as a soul, I feel like, you know, yeah, no, like just the vibe. I sound though as a Scorpio, so I'm always like, did I like murder people on a mount, like a temple mount, like apocalypto style? Like, was I like ripping out people's hearts on mushrooms and you know, whatever? I don't have a vision particularly yet. That's why I've not done ayahuasca. When I did DMT, man, <laughs> transdimensional beings are bizarre. Let's put it that way. And this is like, what is going on? What are we? So, in some weird abstract new agey way or you know, higher dimensional way, it's like it's all good. Um, and maybe Raphael, maybe you want to speak on this more, but it's like, uh, I think in the, um, Emerald Tablets of Thoth, it's like, you know, there are people, I mean, it's just yin-yang shit. It's like, there's people that really want to learn those lessons. And, and in a sense, we're all quantumly entangled with them and we're part of them and they're part of us in some weird abstract way. So it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you were a rapist or you were killed in the thing. I don't want to disqualify your experience and say, that I don't, I don't want to like identify with it either. I think I've really kind of been like, who knows? Like that could have just been something my mind made up within the medicine. Like there's no way of proving anything. Is there any way of proving that whatever we're experiencing now is not also something our no, minds are making I've, up? So <laughs> I've had, a, I've had <laughs> dreams dream. where I'm like an angel and I'm like, yeah, you're dreaming right now. Like this is the dream. And I'm just an oh, angel. No. I'm just an angel in heaven, and I'm gonna like wake up and be like, "Dad!" 
yes! that's crazy. You did it, man. You did like. <laughs> That's darling. Last night, I, I've been having, I don't know about y'all, but I've been having insane dreams the past, the whole Pisces season, really. Um, I have melatonin every night, so like 20 milligrams, which is quite a lot. Um, so that helps dreams out. Um, but last night, dude, I was like with Anthony Bourdain, who's a Gemini, and it was like a Woodstock of heroin users, basically, all shooting up. Wow. I don't do heroin. It was weird. And I, yeah, some guy gave, like, voodoo dude gave me a bong, and I don't smoke night now possibly ever and i did and i was all like i don't want to do this it's lowering my vibe anyway it's all about frequencies it's kind of what we were talking about yesterday with colin and it's like every frequency exists that means there's a frequency that's like hellraiser and it's like crazy ratchet nuttiness and it's like wow that's a that's a dimension of frequency i mean there's um it's all you know colors like that it's like not that black is bad and white is good it's not quite that simple but it's like there's um like rembrandt he was really well known for like his use of light and stuff where it's like I think he would you basically paint a, like a dark canvas and then kind of do light, like, you know, highlights. I, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's not so Carvacio? much. Like, uh, yeah, that's a good. Well, he's kind oh, of dark. Chiaroscuro. All right. Yeah. So using, I don't know what that means in Italian, but like using highlighted light as kind of um, an effect almost. Like it's almost like a filter where it's like, look, we're going to make everything black and then have like little bits of visual as opposed yeah. to you know, kind of like the painting in your background uh, is very bright and stuff and it has a little dark. This yeah. would be like kind of the exact opposite. So it seems yeah. like these things have to exist, but at the same time, as a human, it's hard to fathom that as an empathic kind of person, as a person yeah. who's trying, like, trying to do the right thing this time around or whatever. It's like, all right, let's uh, let's pay it forward. Let's, let's be a light on the way or whatever because mm -hmm. uh, we don't all have to, you know, have like crazy meth hell worlds. Uh, yeah. hell, is, you know, hell is other people, as uh, Sartre would say, but hell is other people in a frequency, really. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ourselves in a certain frequency, it seems. Anyway, we don't have to keep talking about that if you don't want to. Um, yeah, it's but, like, I, think, I don't really know. I have I have no answer to it. Like, I, I do oh, feel no like there's like a war on consciousness, I feel like. Like, I feel like that's a very real thing. Yeah, dude. But I, I have no idea, know. like, how to stand with in it have you seen the star wars films yeah like the newer ones all right so you know like the end like it's like oh my gosh you got to go to this alter like you have to i mean the very last one i forget what it's even called but um Re like return know, of the jedi or no really no i forgot the last one too there's the three original which is uh a new hope empire strikes back and return of the jedi but then there's three before and then three after and the three post whatever actually i guess six after now with disney so like kylo ren Who's Han Solo's kid? Do you know what I'm talking about, or am I spoiling the shit out of this for you? Like the new no, guy, Adam. Are you talking about Ben? No. Okay, so you no? haven't seen all these. There's like, yeah. there's like twelve movies. You got to get into it. So okay, we won't. Talk no, about that. I did. I swear. Wait, the last one I ever watched. I mean, I don't know. Am I supposed to like say this, like, because then it might no, spoil some shit? No, no. Like the last one I watched was when the Dark Jedi or the Dark Dude Ben. Uh, who actually killed his dad and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You caught up. He, goes, he goes good at the very end, and then he dies. And I was so heartbroken. I was like rooting for him through the whole thing. And I like, dude, I literally, I took that so hard, man. Like, I was like, no. He's so Scorpionic. <laughs> we have a friend, George Kaplan, who looks so much like that kid in a sense, and he really related with his whole story arc. And I was like, bro, that's not an archetype you want to relate to, really. But whatever. Um, okay, so so you have seen. I, I forget what the title of that film is, Rafa. If you can find it that's great if not it's fine 
Um, you know, it's the new, it's the new stuff. It's like, uh, um, correct. He's the actor. I just, it's not, um, what is it called? It doesn't even fucking matter. Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) Like the new titles. Right. So, um, what are you doing, Raphael? Are you going to tell us? Yeah, maybe. I, I, so we I have, closed all my. There is there is Rogue One, Solo, right. a Star Wars story, but that's also something else. Um, standalone film, Skywalker Saga. Yeah, that's the one. So the the three that were released most right. recently was The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and then Episode Nine, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Rise of Skywalker, and at the end, she's like, "I'm Skywalker." Yeah, so and they're like twin flames, kind of. So it's like a magnet, and then together. Yeah, oh god! Um, uh, that drove me crazy. That's so heartbroken. Um, so the idea, though, you were saying, I think there's a war on consciousness. That emperor, you had to get like a certain device. There's only two of them ever made through dark magic, and it went to a parallel reality. And it's like you know, it's like all this crazy shit, which is like kind of alluding to what we're talking about. There's certain frequencies where it's like you will get there if you do, you know, if you fuck some animal and then like kill it and drink its blood or whatever the fuck, right? So it's like I'm not suggesting one does that, but I'm saying I bet there's realities and entities and all sorts of weird shit that you can get in contact with. And that um that emperor, I mean, he's kind of like a transhumanist cyborg thing. It's like all the DNA of everybody up into him, and he's kind of this point, this figurehead of like necrotic scorpionic energy, like the shadow of Scorpio, really. Um mm-hmm. And all this tangent into Star Wars is to say that's a good <laughs> model showing that I think that kind of stuff is occurring. Now, does that mean it's tricky because people are like, oh, my God, Obama or Trump, they're the devil or whatever. Biden's the devil. And it's like, these are puppets, y'all. Like, this is nothing. And then you get back. If you pull back a little more, it's like the guy. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting his name now. The World Health Organization guy. Um, the Great Reset. Raphael, help me out here. Oh, Klaus Schwab. Yeah. Klaus I don't know about it. Right, so that's more like sometimes. So I'm just like, I'm just... how creepy can one get? Oh. Right, <laughs> it's like a James Bond you see, villain, like you say, Jim. Right, but then it gets into like there's like levels. These are if I have a feeling if you're gonna be like you know George Soros or that guy, like that's that's a little worse than you know a politician per se. It seems like a little more Mr. Burnsy, a little more kind of Emperor Palpatine or Senator Palpatine gone temper, and then. You gotta think there's just like straight up like a demon sitting in some dungeon who's like, I am five thousand years old, and if you bring me their souls, we'll do that. You know, it's like there's things that are not on the fucking ballot that are like Fox News and CNN are not going to cover this. Maybe I'm tripping, maybe I'm not, but um, yeah, there's a spectrum here, and I'm kind of ranting, but there is war on consciousness. But I think it's it's in order for it's like a birth kind of. So it's like the woman. I'm not a woman, but the woman has to push to have the baby. Right. It doesn't. I mean, at some point it's like, okay, time to be born. I mean, it's the whole point of the Bible. It's like, you know, birth pangs, they're going to come. It's an apocalypse. It's a, it's an eye opening event apocalypse. Like, you know, your eye will be opened. And I think we're in that phase now where it's like, we're in the birth canal. It's like, shit, my skull is getting crushed. There's blood and placenta everywhere. My mom's screaming. What the fuck's going on? Like, this is kind of how it feels right now. And I guess we're going to pop out one day and look around and say, we all, oh my God, 2001 space odyssey. We're here. Yeah, we did it or whatever. But, um, yeah, you know, there's definitely forces that, like, you know, whether it's Bill Gates or Jeffrey Epstein or whoever, like, I don't even know how those, this works. There's people that don't, and, and we've talked about this, where it's like an almost inversion, where, okay, so we're like, oh my God, the most evil person to the top of the pyramid, we'll just say like, you know, Bill Gates, even though I don't even know if he's as bad as people think, whatever. It's like, oh my God, he's to jab everybody and he wants to euthanize, you know, have eugenics and he's... <laughs> 
all this crazy stuff, right? And then we've talked about this before because um, Manly P. Hall, who's a Freemason and has a really good audiobook, I haven't read it, but Secret Teachings of the Ages and a bunch of other cool stuff, um, Gnostic kind of stuff. He's, you know, Raphael's read the script of, a bunch of times where it's like the thing that you think is the devil is actually leveling you up, but it's it's like you're not going to let it's like climbing up a staircase. You're not going to left your leg and ascend your leg to get to the next level if you're not hitting your toe really hard, basically. So trials mm -hmm. and tribulations, as much as, you know, as frustrating and disappointing and disheartening and kind of horrifying as these things can be, it's ultimately making us more refined in some way. But I don't like justifying and I'm not like, like, let's all just like torture people so we get woke or, you know, it's not quite like that. But it seems like there's forces. Yeah, that it, it seems the, the part you're describing and it's also in terms of the whole game set, at least the way I see it, this part that people are incorporating in a sense already is happening anyways. You have people that are so confused or scared or traumatized, they're acting it out anyhow. So I think we have plenty of negative catalysts, you know, that we can concentrate on integrating it in a positive way. But I think the main point is just that simply looking away and denying it is not going to improve anything. And what I no, really denial is not is, helpful. <laughs> and I'd be curious, maybe you can go with that sketch. For me, it's always like if consciousness is a circle, then the idea is we have to integrate more and more of both the supposed light and dark side, because if we contain it within ourselves as a potentiality <clears throat> or as an understanding, mm. then it doesn't need to be acted out anymore in the outer, in the outside world, in a sense, because then we are free to choose and we are not neither only striving. To, we are neither, we are not, let's say anymore, um, shying away from certain ideas because we understand them. I understand I can hurt someone. And I also so you're understand not bound to the why karma I'm not doing it. Yeah. Right. So if we have like, yeah. you know, Game of Thrones and you watch Ramsey Bolton do crazy shit, it's like, well, we don't have to do that. And because it exists as an archetypal story, we understand that the gist, the energy, but we don't have to actually be that. I guess I could see your point. You should pull up that Manly P. Hall quote and read it um, if you want. Uh, but yeah, that's it's something we've talked about where it's like, Oh, it's quite long, but it's basically like, you know, it's like, ha, devil, I found you and I'm going to smite you, you serpent Satan thing. And it's like, actually, I'm an angel and I was set here to make you rise above, although it's not a lesson that's, you know, it's it's above your pay grade to understand the dynamics of this, but here's how it goes. One has to realize, though, that um, Masons and Manly P. Hall included, I mean, essentially worship, and this gets tricky, worship Lucifer as the light bringer. So it's like, <laughs> I mean... It gets tricky. It's that like, could be another fun question for you, even just very Yeah, we don't have to talk about that necessarily. But uh, we have to now. <laughs> now we have to. Peyton, I want to know your opinion. What's your view, let's say, even on just yeah. the imagery or the concept of the so-called devil? Or what is the, the ideas you associate? Because yesterday we had Colin on and we were discussing the idea, you know, Serenonos, the winter god or whatever, has horns, like a forest, forest god. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is that Baphomet, we then realized, is a pretty new creation, 1870 or something, most likely. Um, but how do you how do you see that energy? Do you, um, yeah, whatever you want to say, intuitively even. Because even here, many people would say, oh my God, you know, Satan, get behind me or whatever, which makes sense to a degree. But this is also, how I want to say, making peace with the devil, not doing his bidding, but in a sense, I don't know. Not stirring up a fight unnecessarily. I don't know how to mm -hmm. put this. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's interesting. Hang on. I think I got really clean my throat. Do your thing. Um, and while you're clearing your throat, I will say this. 
Um, Baphomet, we were deciding yesterday, is kind of an amalgam image where it's like it's man and female and animal and, you know, human and and holy and evil. I mean, it's like everything at once, kind of super sigil in a sense, where it's in a, if, if you wanted to have this image of like, it's the riddle of the Sphinx is what I was calling it. It's like, how is it man and animal? It's like, that's what we are. Oh my God, we're this riddle. Um, so it's like within everybody, potentially, I mean, obviously, you know, when you've got this crazy looking demonic thing in front of a courthouse, people flip out about it. Um, but the idea, I guess the essence of it outside of the taboo triggering, oh my gosh, hide your kids kind of thing. Um, is more or less this is a symbol trying to show all polarities or something like that all all spectrums of all polarity anyway i'll shut up now and if you have anything to say about this cool i know we put you on the spot about weird shit i didn't think this conversation <laughs> would go like this Whatever. that's okay yeah uh i don't know yeah i've never i've never been asked like what my thoughts are on the devil but i guess like i grew up really christian so i kind of grew up fucking scared of shit about hell and stuff um, but as, yeah, as I get older, I definitely believe it's an energy that exists and it's, it's almost just like an option or something. It's like, do you want to listen to this energy or you want to listen to this? You can listen to like this Christ frequency or you can like listen to this other energy because it, it is around. It is like I definitely like experienced experienced it and like I, I believe demons are real and um yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like it well, kind of is it kind of right? is necessary, not, like in many ways. I mean, there's both. It's like Christic and Antichristic would be like satanic. It gets tricky because the whole. Th I mean, there's so many layers of mythology where it's like Lucifer, the light bringer, but they also say Christ is the bringer of the light and all this. I mean, there's a lot I of really, weird. I really kind of resonate with like what you said about like like. Like, Lucifer is kind of, like, this misunderstood angel. Like, I don't think it's, like, exactly, like, how it's painted in, like, Christianity and stuff. Like, I do believe it is an energy. And it's, like, do you want to fuck with this? Do you want to learn this way? you want to learn that way? Like, how do you want to learn? I mean, at and, best. And this is Lucifer just, like, my intuitive stuff. I have no oh, idea. Yeah, yeah. There's no way for yeah, me to fucking know. And it just says even people who claim to be an authority on this are fucking crazy. I think it's interesting you believe in demons because I definitely believe in transdimensional beings now having done dimethyltryptamine or whatever. It's like, whoa, there's definitely things that exist outside of our scope of understanding and reality that are frequency beings or whatever, like in the sh shadow people or, you know, gods and demons and angels and all this kind of shit. Who knows? And maybe they phase in and out. Um, but, uh, oh shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, the most positive spin polarity of the Luciferic kind of thing, which Manly Pihal is getting, is like a Promethean thing, where it's like, look, you were stuck at a level, and in order to upgrade, you got to break some rules. Like, you know, in order in order to understand there's a world out there, you got to leave your country kind of thing. Um, mm. That's the best positive polarity. But I think what happens is, like, the idea of Lucifer, this angel that rebels against God, gets conflated with, like, demon like like the hardcore hellraiser bad energy stuff potentially maybe it's all one thing i don't even know but um yeah it seems that uh well it's tricky because the people that start playing with these ideas like marina abramovic and uh i'm, I'm just, know, just just one thought i had just now maybe it's also about taking it to a certain extreme that is not really necessary in a sense this type of energy or this type of propensity or what or breaking rules or whatever you want to say I think there is a scope or there is a, you know. 
Right. And and maybe sometimes some of these things are archetypally like logical where it's like, okay, well, what's the worst rule breaker possible? This guy, he broke every rule. Uh, he, he inverted all things, but just, I mean, what do you go? I don't do it, but it's like, if you go on a Netflix or something and look at all the images of like horror and stuff, there's a vibe. There's definitely a vibe check going on where it's like, this isn't helpful, <laughs> at least not for my paternity. Um, and you, you know, like whatever, like people spitting up blood and being all possessed and all sorts of weird shit. I don't know if it's us just having a misunderstanding of natural processes. Um, like one of the most harrowing things ever imprinted itself on my young childlike mind or whatever in Indiana Jones, the um, Ark of the Covenant there's this scene where there's a skeleton, like he falls into the fucking tomb and he's like, oh my God, snakes everywhere. And there's this huge fucking snake coming out like a tongue or something like that almost out of uh, a skull. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, I was like a kid. I was afraid to go up the stairs. I was like, it's going to get me. Like, I, I mean, I was just like disturbed <laughs> by this shit, right? It's like, there's no snake of adults. Like this is just a, now it's a phantasm in your mind or whatever. But um, yeah, but, but then you hear stories about people who are like, you know, put their kid in a very small place or, you know, uh, Oh, I'm trying. I mean, there's a lot of Black Mirror episodes, but I'm trying. Oh, Hannibal, I think was um like Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal, like somebody feeding them their own brain while they're all, like conscious, but not really. It's like that shit's just so dark and disturbing that it's not just. <laughs> exists shocks me. I guess is the best way to put it. It's like this exists. Like, why are we thinking about this? I guess people can be very creative in very dark ways. We you have beat this horse, enough, but you can say whatever you want. I mean, I don't, it's not really constructive, but I just noticed this thought surfacing in my head a lot lately, and it's just so disturbing to me, and I'm just like, why? Why you have to tell us? Did you, did you ever watch, like, and I'm like, why does this movie exist? The Human Centipede, and why, how did no, I end up watching it, or what happened? <laughs> like, I don't know how this ended, but I've been thinking about it so much lately, and I'm like, oh, get out of my head, like, <laughs> I wish I could just unsee it. God, oh, so fucking disturbing. Right? I mean, if you were raised a Christian at my age, McGee and Me, there was this show from Focus on the Family called McGee and Me or Movie or whatever. And it's like garbage in, garbage out was this whole theme of this one thing. These kids go to the theater, they're like, oh my God, we're going to go watch the rated R movie. And they watch it and they're like deeply disturbed. And it's like, I can't unthink this. It's like, that's why, I mean, it's maybe titillating to watch certain kinds of porn or whatever, but it's like, you got to be careful with what you absorb energetically. because you will you can't unsee some things like mm-hmm. you just can't like i i distinctly haven't watched human centipede because i was like this concept is hilariously disturbing and i have i want nothing it's to do with that disgusting. <laughs> i'm good disgusting oh my fucking god it's so gross like and i i don't know i feel like i have some healing to do with myself about it because it's like I ayahuasca coming up no, Jesus, God. Oh, my last ayahuasca zero. She was like, You want to heal your relationship with cockroaches? I was like, No, no, please, God. They were like everywhere. There was like mandalas of them, and like there was one standing over me. Like, I was like, No, can we not? And I'm just like, I'm, I was already traumatized by Watership Down, you know, but yeah. <laughs> That's so much more tame. That shit was gnarly, though. As a kid, seeing like you know, a kid, like I think a rabbit skull explode or pus or blood. Or yeah, something. and then it was like dead, and they're like ghosts, and I was already, I was like, what is this? Like, it's a kids' movie, you know? Like, oh my god! Do you know See, it? Still- the one with the rabbits? No, no, I don't want to know <laughs> it's, it. It's not. And we gotta not, get out of this subject. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like scary movies. All right, it's like But I do, I do like. Yeah, definitely what we consume, we become. So 
I mean, the fact that like so many, like even like it's weird on YouTube and stuff, or like you know, before I put ad blocker on my computer. I don't know if y'all have that, but it's free. Everyone download it. Ad blocker. Ad blocker. You'll never have ads on YouTube again. You don't have to pay for it. (laughs) I just like I'm like, y'all should know this is a life hack, man. Uh, anyway, but like God man, like when um a scary movie advertisement would come on, you couldn't skip it and it's like the frequency it'd be emitting. I'd be like, holy shit, like this is so intense i can't even believe they're scary movie commercials like it's like that's so gross to me well that's we could start wrapping it up on the whole like disturbing thoughts stuff but hey high priestess it's the stuff in the hit secret because terrence mckenna he's a scorpio with a virgo moon and he was really good at kind of disturbing people into like there's dmt beings try these drugs they don't want you to do this stuff um but the idea i guess what i was going to say is um Shit, I totally spaced on what I was going to say. You were talking about frequencies and ads. Oh, I thought I, I thought of something I was going to say, but now I'm just totally spacing. Uh, yeah, ultimately, people That's be terrible. discerning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In a, in a, oh, what I was going to say is uh, desensitization happens a lot. So, if, oh, like, you know, people yeah. porn or violence or whatever, it's like, oh, this isn't doing the thing for me anymore. So, it's like, how could people end up making human centipede or whatever? It's like, because they grew up on fucking Freddy Krueger. And you know yeah. all this crazy shit. Like, I've got to do the next thing. I don't get off on this anymore. I mean, it's, it's yeah. of course, like, you know, drugs in the sense like the bad kind, where it's like, well, I if I do one line, it doesn't do anything, so I got to do it all night or whatever. So, um, de- desensitization is an issue, and I think that, ironically, um, well, it's tricky because I don't want to get graphic. My fiance won't appreciate it, and then I don't really need to talk about. You know, we don't have to talk about sex, but it's like I think some of the issue. With, I was I was uh, thinking about it already. Finish you. Shocker. You would I mean, like picture. I mean, like when you say desensitization, desensitization. I can't even say the word, but I I just automatically think of like the work uh, with with pussy and like like resensitizing um, uh, ourselves to like like sexual energy. Right. I don't know if that's where you were going, but that's where I, my mind went. I was like, yeah, I didn't touch my body. Well, it's tricky because on the one hand, I don't think masturbation and sexuality at all are bad. But I think if one does them aggressively in a certain way too much, mm-hmm. masturbation or looking at porn or whatever. I mean, this is why – I mean, I have nothing against – look, if someone wants to dress up as a fucking rabbit that you know looks like they're from a crazy movie or you know whatever. People's kinks are crazy, right? What Dress – I mean, two girls, one cup was something that came out when I was in high school. I didn't oh watch God, it, but I heard yeah. my watching that. Yeah. I heard their reaction. I was like, "I'll pass." You guys sound like you're gonna vomit, so I'm I'm good. Um, but uh, kind of where I was kind of trying to go with this, and we don't have to. But the whole point is, um, it's titillating to push the edge, edge work, or whatever, like boundary pushing. I think stimulates us, but then we can get like consumed with that and just push, 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 push. And I mean, in a sense that really causes um, one to lose respect and sensitivity in a sense to one's own body, to other people's bodies. Um, and it can kind of, it, this is why it's tricky. Cause it's like, look, like, you know, aggressive sex isn't bad or, you know, like certain things aren't bad, but if all you do is watch porn where it's a certain type of, you know, sex and that's what you think sex is, it's like, you won't know how to make love really. Like in yeah. a sense, like you'll be just so like, okay, this is it's just about like doing certain things in a certain way, like an extreme way um, that 
I mean, that's why this there's is, a port industry. There's certain people who are like, I can't. Go ahead. This is also something interesting or strange to me a little bit is that I don't understand because of what you think, but that people oftentimes don't seem to be able or willing to differentiate between reality and fiction or even like playing video games. You know, I'm playing uh, whatever anyone can play a ego shooter game or war game or whatever. And then they mm. really do they really think it's fun to go to war. And I'm like, I can if I want to play that or appreciate for as like an art or something or a concept, but still very much know that, you know, I'll be as far away from that as possible, you know, yeah. violence and so on. So I'm or I can even in a sense enjoy that as a fiction or an idea or a concept or a virtual reality without then needing to be in any a way fantasy. Form violent yeah. to anyone, you know? Or I can then, yeah. you know, let's say for sake of argument, role playing it and go play paintball. No one gets hurt, everyone has great fun and this is really strange to me, especially when you mentioned in regards to porn, because I had heard this before and I was like, how could anyone, I don't know, I don't know what the real issue is that people start missing the the differentiation. Yeah, I think you get my point. It's really strange to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if people are isolated and they're just getting certain images, it creates their perception of what they think reality is. So let's just put, and we have, there's just some things, I'm not trying to sound elitist, but it's like something that became very evident to me recently is that um, you, you're not dumb. Raphael's not dumb. I'm not particularly dumb. I don't really know where I score on the IQ stuffs, but it's like, there are people that like barely know how, it's not even about reading, but like just read reality kind of like very tersely, very primitively in a sense. We can't, I mean, I tend to assume a democratic kind of, we're all kind of woke, right? You guys see how I see it, right? Oh, of course, we all understand the, the plot. Okay. <laughs> well, you could have said that. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, we'll talk about something while you do that. So hold on a second on that. Raphael, um, I guess kind of what I was saying with the porn and the sex stuff is like, um, there's, how would I put it? I don't want people to be like, oh my gosh, you know, like, uh, and I don't want to be so graphic that like this comes back to haunt me. Like, oh my gosh, you talked about this in the podcast or whatever. Um, just but, like more just do it in an abstract way. Sure, sure. Slapping, biting, like certain things, they don't, that doesn't bug me at all. In fact, I think it's titillating. But if you do that all the time, you get to a place. I imagine this hasn't been my issue, thankfully, because I haven't really been that sexually active my whole life. Um, or, active enough, I guess I should say, um, where this is where you get people doing the, it's like, you know, electroshock, fucking crazy bondage, nutty stuff. It's like, maybe that's cool. Um, but I imagine people are getting into that space because they're so desensitized to certain things. It's like, well, a nipple clamp is pretty hardcore if you're not used to it. But if you're, you know, <laughs> you yeah, know it's like, one, it's going to shock the fuck out of you. Desensitized. And the other question is also what is available. And especially in these realms, like, this could be a general question, like what individuals really are even emotionally available or accepting right, what I was of their say. own body right. and so on, that another option is even there. And it's not just this adrenaline rush of whatever particular, whatever it is, you know? Um, right. Yeah. This is where it gets scary with human nature because some people, I mean, it is natural thrill seeking and boundary pushing and stuff. That's like kind of the Luciferic impulse if you want to put it that way where it's like look i'm going to do that um tree of life has a really good kind of you know garden of eden-esque thing it's a brad pitt movie by uh um terrence malick if you haven't seen it, it's really good um but there's this kid and he basically like shatters um a window or something and he takes his mom underwear he does some weird stuff like taboos right basically like things he shouldn't do i forgot exactly what he's doing but he does these things and you could see him like wrestling with his guilt because it's like we have an impulse i guess you could say to explore territory to to 
to, to see how far we can push things. But ultimately, it's unsettling for most people, though there probably are people who, um, whether it's emotional intelligence or IQ or what, I don't know. Um, but you you can't assume that, you know, if you show 100 people a movie, like, like let them play Warcraft or something like that, watch Game of Thrones, there's going to be some people who are like now obsessed with dragons. And then now they're going to you know, make stab people. Go stab. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like there's going to be an anomaly amount, maybe like one to five of them out of 100 or something. But that's why where it gets tricky. I mean, you got to, I'm not a psychologist, so I don't really know how that works. I'm, but there's I'm just pretty that sure that this is very much contingent also on upbringing, culture and education. Um, whether one could easily get unhinged, you know, and then start reproducing that behavior or not, I think. Um, right. But yeah. Jordan Peterson, he's a Scorpio um, with a Gemini moon. So he's kind of erudite and mercurial and talkative. But he, he gets into some hardcore shit sometimes. And he's always, not always, but he talks about, uh, you know, uh, the, the murderers of Columbine shooting. Where it's like not only were they just like fuck the world they were like dark and nihilistic but they were like we're going to inflict as much senseless pain as possible basically and one just has to be careful with that shit because uh it, some people don't know where the line i mean it's like what is the line between fantasy and reality especially doing psychedelics like you were talking about with that trip of yours where it's like was that just a creative story waiting to be written was that like an energy pocket that like you know because you're spun out and getting all all over the place open um opening your frequencies Peyton, that you uh experience these things that's why i was like you don't have to necessarily say i did this i was a sea witch maybe you just got tuned into the frequency of sea witch wars or whatever it's like holy shit, this exists wow that's crazy um so you, you know one doesn't necessarily have to ascribe I, I think that sometimes happens when people are like i was cleopatra in a past life it's like no you were just on the cleopatra vibe or quantumly or whatever so in any event um we don't we could talk about this stuff more if you want but uh it's a I real scorpio episode like honoring... but Aiden gets to choose what we talk about oh. next <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bottom line, and um, being discerning and aware and compassionate, and you don't have to just be like all white halos and like, oh my gosh, all I do is talk to puppies and little nice voices. Like you could be, you could smack, get smacked during sex. You know, we were talking about this stuff where it's like, there's playing with edges is fine, but it's like when you do it so much that you've come to sensitize. That's it's even the same thing with drugs. It's like weed is great. Oh man, now all I do is smoke weed, so I got to do something more. That's usually where my friends got more into alcohol or coke. Or heroin or pills or whatever i i didn't really much because i'm into psychedelics and i like ideas more than numbing out or whatever but um anyway life is crazy and it takes all kinds but my god people use your heads and know that what you put out there is what you get back so if you want to push boundaries on others like consent is necessary I think that's a major thing i think when it starts getting evil is when there's not consent like kind of the columbine thing like these kids didn't have any say they just walked into school got blown up one day or whatever so consent's a big deal and the awareness um if you want to boundaries do it but know that what like i said what you put out you get back so it'll probably have you know if you go kill an animal to see what happens one of the worst things the dark one of the darkest things i ever did was throw a rock at a deer really hard once and probably cracked its rib kind of thing or it's just like a kid and i was like oh, I'm gonna, i know it was totally like why did i do that after that i was like oh my god trust me it's not like something i did all the regs it was like a one-time like bad impulse kind of thing i was like i'm gonna throw a rock at that deer um and i felt so bad afterwards now i don't feel better or worse for that i guess i have a conscience in a sense so it's like i felt bad i'm not gonna repeat it the fact that i did it at all is kind of sad but um maybe i had a Precarnational agreement with that deer that I'm going to throw a rock at it to see what it's like. I, who knows and how this thing you don't know, right? I didn't get shot by the hunter next day, anyhow, you know. 
And it certainly could have, sure. I mean, it taught Maybe you I was a deer in a past life, but that's the hunter now. And I'm like, fuck you, forget me before, bitch. I have no reason for this, but here you go. Anyway, we could talk about anything you want, Peyton, art, sex, drugs, rock and roll, whatever's clever. <laughs> I know. Put you uh, um, I guess uh, to, to the degree that you can feel comfortable, tell us a little about some of the womb cleansing and sisterhood things you're doing. Um, I can't personally relate to, you know, that too much as a man, but I'm sure some of our listeners who are female would love to hear maybe some of the magic you're doing on that front. Be as open or discreet as that, as you want to, as you want to be, I guess. Hmm. It feels like an awkward transition a little bit. Like, let's talk about all this. Uh, but it kind of, it kind of goes, goes hand in hand with like the kind of, uh, we were talking about like demons and stuff and, um, like that, that is some of the work I do with the womb is, is helping women clear out the, the dense energy that gets in there. Um, and it happened actually, uh, oh wow. It's raining really hard where I'm at. That's cool. Oh fuck. Oh my God. I forgot to get my car earlier. I gotta go get my car in the morning. <laughs> Sorry, just I just like remembering things like the rain came down. Anyway, uh, yeah, the whole the whole womb work stuff. Um, You're like, oh yeah, my belongings. I need to take care of them. Yeah, I was like on a get shit done thing today. Um, yeah, doing my taxes and all. My fiance is uh, taking a break from uh, certain things because she's clearing it. She's a Virgo Sun conjunct Jupiter. Um, but the idea, and I can't relate to this personally because I'm not a woman with a womb, but it's like, I guess women can, and I've heard this, uh, take the DNA of people they've uh, had sex with more readily. And it seems yeah, like for seven you guys years. are more, yeah, exactly. Stuff like I would never have thought this. I don't, it's like scientific. It's not even just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, like it takes seven years for, for someone to actually like leave your system. And That's nuts. Yeah, it's, it's fucking potent, man. I I did I took three years to be celibate because I was like, damn, I really want to like not be doing that shit. I don't want to be taking people's shit anymore because like it's some alchemy, man. Like as a woman, like like we are the receivers, so we don't just like receive like penis. We receive like everything, like all your all your good, bad, and ugly. Like the energetic exchange is fucking potent. Isn't you it know. funny that, that like hardcore conservative Christians inadvertently are right about like don't fuck around needlessly? Like all of us tend to. Be I mean, inadvertent. yeah, it's definitely no joke. It's uh, yeah, our sexual energy is like it's uh, sacred. Yeah, it's sacred. Um, I don't want to hear that all the time in a very liberal kind of culture where it's like this is my body. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. It's like hey. It is your body to a degree, but there's levels of reality in which of which we're not necessarily privy to. Um, same thing I see. I, I've never had an abortion. I've always been kind of like, hey, it's a woman's choice to the degree where it's like your oven. If you want, you know, the way I kind of look at it is like it's between you, God, the baby, and like that's well. Also, like women don't impregnate themselves. Like the only way a woman gets pregnant is if there's the presence of a male. So it's like, why is everything put on the woman? Why are there laws being put on the woman? Like if you want to put a law in place, why don't you have every man get a vasectomy until they're ready to have kids? Right? No, it's fucked up. I mean, either way, it's fucked up. It's just weird to make laws on someone else's body, in my opinion. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like if there was a law made that was like, every man needs to get a vasectomy unless they are ready to caretake for the babies that might come as a result of their ejaculation. Like, I think like, it for it, but at some point my fiance was like, all right, um, I'm not going to use birth control. It fucks up all this stuff. Yeah. And, uh, so you're going to get fixed. And I was like, oh, look, I don't want, I was like, look, I'm a pro. Like, I know what's going to happen. I, I, this is, we don't, no, we don't need to do any of this shit. But I, I was like, at first I was like, sure, I'll do it. And then I started thinking about it and I was like, cause I don't really give a shit at a level. But then I was like, there might be unintended consequences to doing something like that energetically that I'm just not even aware of. Kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, what if all of a sudden it's like, oh, you can, you know, twist a tube, like tube, tube tying. It's like, that might not yeah. be as good. Um, ultimately, it's convenient for a sexually promiscuous culture or something like that, but it's like, it might not be ultimately healthy. And, and this gets tricky because, I mean, this gets really tricky because like, uh, it made, reminded me of a meme actually, um, where it's like Jesus, baby, you know, little Jesus or whatever, being like, mom, where do babies come from? And Joseph goes, yeah, Mary, where do babies come from? <laughs> or whatever. Um, <laughs> So like you're saying, it takes two to tango. Um, it's tricky because women start ovulating around 13, 14, whatever. Like, you know, that's the age, mm -hmm. I guess. Only on a few ovulate. days. There's only a few days we can get pregnant. Right. So if that's you what I was thinking to get at. Isn't there like, I mean, like, I can understand it. Like, it's so simple. Yeah, you can, you like can track it. And stuff like that. Yeah, there's like, you got to be on your shit. And to be honest, it, I mean, even that, I mean, you really got to be good at it. Because my friend was tracking her shit. And there came was a baby. And she was like, damn, I was tracking it. She was like, but I fucked up. <laughs> and I don't know. Carry the two. Okay, whoops. No, it's the wrong day. Um in some weird way, here's where it's really crazy. Maybe this is like naive, but it's like, I think uh, this gets really tricky. It's like that, for example, with your friend, it's like, I guess the soul wanting to incarnate really wanted to come in and they've made an agreement or whatever. Um, so at a level, we would look at it like, oops, I made a mistake and I did the math wrong and whatever. But it's like, no, uh, I was, I forget who I was listening to. I don't think it was Bashar, but it was someone, someone thing like this new agey type stuff. And it was like, you can't, maybe it was Gene Keys or... I forget what it was, but it was like, you can't, uh, I think it was human design, maybe possibly I mean, there's like manifestors, generational stuff. It's like women can, and this is maybe controversial and I don't know this women control when they like, if you don't want to get pregnant, I remember you, like you won't like, if you're subconsciously trying to have it happen, it will happen. There was a woman I gave a reading to, um, a tarot reading when I was in Australia two years back. Um, and she's like, my husband wants to have a kid and we've been trying all this time. Like, this was her query. She's like, like, am I going to have a baby? And I was like, I was pulling all these cards and I was reading them and it's like, just got this vibe because I'm not like, you know, hardcore, like uh, psychic, but it's like, I'm not dumb and I'm pretty in tune. I mean, I have a 12th house Mercury and Mars. So it's like, I'm pretty fucking psychic. So, um, an 11th house on the moon. Anyway. So, um, I was like, do you want to have felt? And she was like, you know what? And she kind of spilled the beans. She's like, I don't really want to have the baby right now. I'm worried about my career and all this stuff. It's like, well, then you're not going to have the, like the, you're not having merit, you know, hormone issues like it's not his fertility is the issue it's like you're hyper dimensionally energetically cock blocking this at some level um i didn't quite say it like that but um and she was like you know what you're right and then they had a kid recently in the past few years because or you know the past year because she wanted to have the kid she was ready so in some yeah. weird way but i don't i mean this takes so much discernment it's kind of like you're not going to watch horror movies if you're not meant to watch them but you were meant to watch human centipede for some fucking reason and look at you now you're this person because of it i think um I think that's maybe similar to babies where it's like, I think, it's not going to happen. 
in the cards. Like, unless you have made an agreement with a soul to come in, I don't think it's like we tend to be because of science and chaos theories and stuff. Tend to be like we're just in a shooting gallery of insanity, and anything can happen. And I might get pregnant. And oh my god! It's like I think it's a little more in control and mysterious with a capital M than that. Maybe where it's like only when the door is open and the password is spoken and both parties allow. You know, it's like like that where it's like okay, like this is when I want to incarnate in that body with these people with that karma young. It's not so much like it's it's less animalistic than I than I think we tend to think. Anyway, I, I'll shut up. I can't talk about it too much because I've never dealt with this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like when you're saying all that, like it still it still comes back around to me that I feel like there's still like a lot of weight put on the woman in that scenario of like, oh, she's in charge by her because her thoughts are like, you know, like what you know, like. I have a little bit of heat around this subject and maybe, maybe a little bit of a uh, resentment just because of my, my past and stuff of just feeling like, like, damn, like, why do we have to like carry so much? Like, why is it up to me to be on birth control or like, um, yeah, I live in a state where like they made abortion illegal. And I like, when that happened, I was like, what the fuck, man, that's fucked up. Like, like just, just know that it's just like, and it's like I'm not like, yeah, go get an abortion. Like I, I personally would not at this point in my life if I was like, I, I'm kind of like a believer that like I am contracted to have kids, so I'm like, yeah, if they're ready, like it's fine. But I'm not trying to, like, <laughs> definitely not trying to, you know. Yeah, don't just don't. Yeah. Um, no, it's tricky because what we start trying to do is uh, legislate morality. And, and it's so tricky because it's like one would hope it's the point people, I made earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one would hope I mean, it gets so tricky really quick. I mean, there's like presuppositions rule this whole situation. So if you presuppose that kids, because the idea happened, I guess, I mean, I don't know. It's like, you know, oh my gosh, these kids are just fooling around. They're, they're barely, uh, you know, she's just ovulating now or whatever the 13 and 15 or, you know, whatever. Hi, this is a hypothetical. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff, rape cases and all sorts of stuff. So there's yeah. all sorts of levels. But um, the idea, I think, is people don't trust people with the power of their sexuality, basically. And they go, we're going to put safeguards in for you because you don't know better, which is like, at a, at a like, Why isn't some, why aren't we being educated? Like, I did not know that there was only a few days I could get pregnant a month until like actually recently within like the last year, year and a half or something like, and I'm, I'm 28 years old. Like no, there was this knowledge was like, if they, really wanted, if they really wanted to empower us, they would empower us with the knowledge of like natural birth control and like, Hey, and also if you think you might've get pregnant if you think that you you know there's an accident something that happened like there's a here's a few things you can do before you before you even get to the point where you might have to have an abortion or before like any of this like you can take a bunch of vitamin c cinnamon uh you can do neem oil the man can even ingest neem oil and that would that like it doesn't fuck up your semen but it just makes they just can't swim up there you know like, uh, like a, just an unofficial like a, a temporary fix with the neem oil like if a guy drinks a bunch of neem oil is his sperm just, like, I, not I, you, have to, you have to do your own research on that usually like neem oil for me has been kind of like a oops <laughs> we got a little risque and then like we like put it with some oil or something and then like put it in my yoni and then 
it smells like peanut butter for like a day. Like it's freaking it weird. Like <laughs> it smells like peanut butter. I'm like, like that smells weird. Um, but like, yeah, like I, I feel like like that's actually something I want to do in life. And um, hopefully, maybe going to collaborate with a, a sister on that. She wants to write like a children's book and have me illustrate it about like giving this knowledge to like young women and like having pink tents you know there's like the red tent where the women who are like menstruating come together and then there's pink tents where like it's like before you get your moon like here's what you're gonna expect this is what each phase of your cycle is gonna look like or like what you might be experiencing based on your hormones here's where you can get pregnant here's the kind of foods you can eat like there is none of this knowledge being circulated in the mainstream like at all because people are uncomfortable with sexuality and taboos yeah and, and, and period and like and it's like you know like you would have way if you like really are concerned about women having abortions like and i'm talking about the people who made the laws which are a whole bunch of old white dudes right, like yeah, and, and it's like if you were really fucking concerned about that you would have proper sex education like my sex education in school in texas where i live was like, here's STDs, here's some pictures. <laughs> Don't have sex, abstinence is the only way. And it's like, dude, we're all fucking horny. Like, we're all fucking getting hormonal and shit. Like, we're all gonna do it. Like, because it's like the rebellious teenage thing to do. We're curious and like, yeah, like, it feels good. So it's, it's like, of course we're gonna do it. So like, why not just give us the proper education on how to do it in a good way, in a safe way, like versus don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, uh, before Scorpio was in our generation's Pluto and Scorpio, Pluto was in Virgo for a while. So it was like, I think it just was the transformation was about being demure and like on point and like, you know, leave it to beaver kind of shit more or whatever. Like it, it just, and I'm not even saying that's right. You just like consciousness for some reason went through a stage where it was like, look, we're going to have a very nuclear family and Judeo Christian kind of rules. And there's nothing really even wrong with these. That's why I was like saying at some level, if it's how would I put it, I would hope to think that there's certain people out there who are like, look, we just want to make sure that kids aren't um, being stupid basically. But then they're not holding, pulling back further and being like, I mean, maybe it's not of me to be like, everything happens for a reason. And that could seem very insensitive sometimes. So it's like, you know, um, okay, well, if you got pregnant or, you know, if I can't have a kid or whatever, it's like, that's all for a reason. It's so complicated. And, and I don't like proselytizing my opinion on others. So I, I can't say this is how it is, but it feels like we find ourselves in the lessons that we need to learn through. And if, you know, uh, getting pregnant is a lesson you ask for at some level for a female or having children in general for a man, um, be responsible with it. Don't, don't be afraid of these things. And like you were kind of saying, I actually very much encourage you to hit up that girl and do this project because yeah, we will It's just probably be very successful. You'd be surprised. Uh, put it on like, you know, Kickstarter and stuff and kind of make a little mm -hmm. video and be like, look, there's not enough room and discussion about this. You don't have to be like, Oh my gosh, fuck the patriarchy. It's not quite, it doesn't have to be that political. No, I, I don't even carry that belief anyway. So word. Yeah. Well, that's, that's where it gets tricky. Cause some people, I mean, it seems to me that, uh, the progressive kind of liberal perspective is like it's one thing to like i said women do it is their body and it is their choice at the end of the day like i i don't really have a say like i'm a libertarian it's like you have you know it's like it's not my body it's not my process or whatever um but then there's some people who are like 
it's almost like a card blanche where it's like i'm going to be promiscuous and i can now have a pill and now i can you know do anything i want and i'm gonna it's like sex in the city thinking or something where it's like i'm just gonna fuck everybody i can and there's no consequences and it's like uh i don't know how right that is but i guess it gets tricky it gets tricky um people who people want to live that life do but i think as you have discovered it's funny because i think people who play with fire earlier on end up espousing the wisdom that they're told as as kids or whatever through whatever religious or political means but they've come to it for themselves so like like with psychedelics and stuff i'm not just like everyone eat acid everyone eat mushrooms open your mouth it's like no it's not that you know if you feel called to do a psychedelic, like take do some research, know thyself, and know that you're going to have your shit rocked a little, and expect the unexpected. Same thing with sexuality. Uh, it seems like everyone is sexual. We're sexual beings, so to skirt that and to run from that is not okay. Um, but to run into it full bore and just be like, I'm a sexual being. That means I got to spread my seed everywhere. It's like that's irresponsible. There's probably like uh, we had um, yeah. a, a call today. I mean, I haven't done this, but it's like, if I, because uh, my fiance is like, we're not going to have kids. She's like, this is it. I don't want any karma. I don't want any attachments to this universe. Like, I'm getting out of this shit. Escape of the Matrix, whatever. And um, and I'm like, yeah. And that's why we're talking about vasectomies and stuff. All this, cause I, I don't care about kids, but then I was wondering, like, what, like, chakra energy, like, with my Christos fluid not going to f- come to my brain and, you know, do like, I don't know how this works. Um, yeah. Is my jet gonna be fucked? If I, if I <laughs> ruining my Jedi life by like trying to convenience her? Um, but what I was saying, like a sperm bank, where like one would think, oh shit, they'll pay me for my sperm. Who cares? It's like you're also now fathering many children that you will never meet potentially, and uh, mm-hmm. creating all sorts of karmic lines. What for like forty bucks or you know whatever it is? So it's like we just need to think about consequences well with circumspection, like the whole circle. Um, I'm rambling, but I do uh, encourage you to do that project with that chick. Uh, yeah, I think, like, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, people got to learn their lessons. But I also, I also feel like <laughs> yeah. it would be really cool to, like, be empowered with the knowledge. And, like, like, maybe we don't have to learn everything the hard way. Like, there are some people who will do that. Like, apparently in my profile, 3-5... I am one of those people. I guess that's the martyr energy of like, I got to learn life lessons through doing it, but not everything. Like, you know, I, I like, I watched some other things in my life that I was like, Hmm, I don't, I don't think I have to try that. I just don't even want that at all. Like, so I've always told about meth. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. That's that's what I was referring to. (laughs) Yeah. My mom, my mom did meth for a little bit. I was like, "Mm, I don't think that's for me. Yeah, it's like uh, I live in Hawaii, and it's like just seeing people like so. I mean, I'm I I've always wanted. I I wish I could understand the phenomena without doing it. I wish I could just like understand the vibe and be like, oh, Chris, that's the visual, that's the vibe, got it, cool. Because just being awake and rattled and hallucinating and all sorts of crazy shit. I mean, seems I like trip to me. Like, yeah, it seems not ideal it seems just like ramming i mean it seems like coke meets acid or something crazy like that basically for multiple days it just seems like not a good time yeah anyway um we can start winding it down we've talked about everything under the sun that i wasn't expecting to talk about um is there anything that we haven't touched on in terms of your art projects um any of your story that you know uh that you want to talk about uh if, if not that's okay but i'm just like i know we've talked about 
Jedi's and abortions and <laughs> like everything crazy. Oh, yeah, so, we talked about some stuff. Um, I was I was going into a story earlier, and we kind of like veered away from it. Um, just about like the, the womb clearing and psychedelics. Oh, okay, yeah. Tell us about um, that if you'd like. I don't even have to go into it, but I was just like, that's the only thing that like we like didn't talk about that I kind of started to bring up. Um, I don't even know. I don't I think it might be actually too long of a story at this point. Well, uh, if you're down, maybe we can get some other um, creatrix or, you know, female or whatever uh, to come on and discuss. This may that. actually be appropriate pretty soon when uh, Sam's girlfriend comes on. Mackenzie, I believe her name is. You just scheduled the show. I did. Psychedelic right. yeah. motherhood. Yeah. Uh, I uh, yeah. This relates. Well, I don't know. We want to give her her own episode, but after that, I'll send that episode to you and you can check it out because basically she's talking about, yeah, it's not just psychedelics, but she's kind of trying to normalize certain things like you're talking about, where it's like, look, why aren't we talking about feminine hygiene? It's not even feminine hygiene, it's like feminine realities. Um, in certain ways, we're not programming ourselves what right, you know, we're not giving ourselves a good head start generally. And then we find ourselves in the middle of the woods going, why am I in, why am I in these woods all tangled up? Holy shit. It's because we didn't, you know, a few reasons anyway. Um, all right. If you don't want to tell the story, if you think it's too long winded, we got time. I mean, shit, we're not going anywhere. If you want I to mean, talk about it, cool. I'm, you, I'm like, is it, I don't know. I'm like a little overthinking a little bit. I'm like, is it relevant now at this point? We've already kind of like, relevant. Right. I'll, I'll shut up and you do your thing and I'll we'll talk about it if we can and if we can't we'll say thank you for sharing and then we'll dip or whatever so it's all good Word. uh yeah i was just gonna go into like uh we were talking about uh demons earlier and i was gonna i was sharing you were asking me about like my womb work and i was like oh this is actually like kind of relative like it all kind of for me was like a full circle moment of um really seeing it because I know for me like um like throughout my my spiritual awakening I actually did pick up some uh I I do believe in demons I call them demons entities whatever like just dark energy matter that got up in my body and I've had to like expel it and I did this work on myself for about three years and um it was super potent really intense uh i think i think actually last time we were like on this show together i was like oh i'm not gonna talk about this because like i remember like skirting around the story a little bit it was like no 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 <laughs> like it was all yeah but i i really went through that ceremony where i um i thought i was like the seat witch and shit. that was like such an intense time and I also found this like energy in my body. It was like in my yoni and it was from all this like sexual abuse I had. And it was like, it was becoming like cancerous for me. And I was like, holy shit. And so at that point I was like, whoa, I gotta go heal this stuff. And um, I went to, I went to like a Native American ceremony with the sleepy eye who I connected you with. He invited me, he was like, I was like, yo, Yo, brother, I like need some healing. I'm like really going through some shit. And he he's like, Oh, you should come to Kansas. Come come up here. And like uh and he didn't think I'd say yes, but at that moment I was like, My life depends on the ceremony. I gotta go. And I went up there, I had my friend drive me. And in that ceremony, God, it's the hardest thing I ever did. Fucking peyote. Oof, man, that's a intense medicine. And it was a very strict 
native ceremony and like i'm so honored that i got to be there and it was also so freaking hard but in that ceremony i like i could see this like demon inside of me it was just like kind of hiding out trying to like sneak around in my body and i was like uh you you're not what are you doing in here i was like get out of here and he was like just trying to hide and I was like no 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 and it was totally it was like not my energy I was like there was like a very clear knowing that this is not my energy like you got to get out of my body he was just like hitching a ride from like disassociative moments and stuff and I it was such a long process I think half that night I probably like spent escorting him up in back to sources like look because I tried to like get him out of my body get out he'd be like no back in and it was just so weird. It was like all night doing this. So, what were the uh, vibes of the thing? Like, I mean, was it uh, just uh, no? Was- it was just kind of like this energy hitching a ride, like a dark, dark matter kind of human looking, but like not kind of skinny, long. Um, yeah, it was just like the. It was just a very clear knowing that this is like a, a an entity hitching a ride. And like I had, I had several moments like this along my journey and that's why i like i really believe in this energy and that's why i really believe in discernment and if you're going to be channeling really really have your shit clear like be understand like what you're open to and like what you're calling in who your guides are and all this stuff i i could go really deep into that i spent like three years doing doing that work on myself and i was really kind of afraid of like my gifts because part of what I can do is I can speak and like kind of elevate them out. I don't know. It's like I, I, I'm kind of like given exorcism to say the, say it like in easy terms. And um, yeah, I was at this last, this like a really powerful initiation came to me like last summer on Joshua tree. I was, uh, in a mushroom ceremony, and it was so beautiful. It was like we really called in, uh, like Jesus, Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene, Kuan Yin, all these beautiful energies. We were totally anchoring in this like heaven on earth experience. And I was having the retreat was called Artist Awakening, and I was really having this uh, this knowing come through. It was like, yo yo, you got to share your gifts and it's not about you. Like understand that you are the channel for God, spirit, creator, whatever you want to call it to work through. And that like, you can share your shit and like, it's okay. And that this is of service and like, you don't have to make this about you and your ego and like personalize it. And also you're going to be doing this womb work on women. Like, and I was like, okay, cool. And like in my head, I'm like near, like in the far future, like I'm going to do some womb work. I'm going to be some womb healer. It was like, no, nah, no, nah, you're going to start now. And I was like, uh, cause this girl, she was also in the, in the ceremony. She's like across the desert and like all, all night I'm being told we go into the morning all night. I'm being told I'm about to like do this womb work. And I'm like, okay. And then this girl calls upon me and she's like, Hey, Rams did you do? I'm curious. Like when you're like, we did a, it wasn't, that, like, it wasn't that much. It was like yeah. kind of a minor trip for me, but like, um, I'm already like naturally tapped into that stuff. And, um, yeah. The, so like she, she was calling out to me and she was like, Hey, I'm being, um, told that you're supposed to help me. And she's like, 
I have this energy inside of me and like, it's just dark and it's like, like she didn't understand what it was. She said it didn't feel like her or like hers. And I was like looking at it and I was like, yeah. And I'm like, well, fuck my hand too. Like, what am I going to do? Like shit. Like I was just told all night. I don't even know how this is. Like, and I'm like, Oh God. And so I'm like, okay, well, you know, she's just laying there and I'm like, do you give me like permission to, work on you like energetically and she was like yes and as soon as she said yes I was just completely taken over by like a, a very high energy and I I basically use my voice to elevate this energy out of her body that I believe if we were going to call it something it would be like a demon or like an entity or like just some really heavy dark matter not hers and I elevated it like out of her body using sound, like all the way up to source. And it was amazing. It was so fucking cool. And it was just like, the, this is like kind of a knowing that like, it's like a gift that I get, I get to help people like remove these energies. And it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. And um, I've gotten to do it a few, a few times since, but it's a, uh, I don't know. I felt like it tied into the whole, like we were talking about demons and all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I actually have like this, this, uh, well, thank this, you thing, this thing I do. It's exercising. I mean, I, I don't really know what all is energy work. Uh, Raphael, if you have any, no, just, isn't it really curious that, you know, people would potentially shun you or your art for whatever taboos you may be contemplating or artistically, uh, conceptualizing, catalyzing, but then it's you who's actually the exorcist. <laughs> what do you see mean? what I'm saying? So, so in a sense, you're pointing towards those ideas, and people would say, would in a very simplistic way, more put you towards, oh, you're dealing with these things, you're like a witch or something, it's scary, it's dark, and so on, but actually you are the competent exorcist. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, makes sense to me. So, yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Great experience. Yeah, it is, it is interesting. I've had like a lot of uh, healing to do, I guess, in this life because I, for all, you know, I always like saw things, including demon, demons and angels all growing up. I'd be like, damn, I'm like, am I crazy? Like, like I thought I was schizo. I was like, differently, oh, like being able to look at it and deal with it yeah, and understand sure. it and integrate it also makes mm -hmm. you able to deal with it or if necessary, quote unquote, exercise whatever this means exactly yeah. i think mm -hmm. we understand what you were saying yeah. so i just think it makes sense and yeah it's great perfect so <laughs> have you thought about doing this more i mean you're saying it's part of your calling i i mean i can imagine yeah. you doing yeah. on the one I, hand and this kind of stuff on the other yeah i've done it in group settings and it, it's weird it's been kind of like a fusion of several different parts of my journey like i i used to do sound healing uh, like pretty frequently i got trained in that and um like it, it's weird. it's mostly using my voice. It's not like I'm just using crystal balls or something. It's like I'm channeling with my voice, and um, yeah, it's it, that, to me it feels like a fusion between like sound healing and like the womb healing, energetic sexual healing work I've done on myself. And um, yeah, it's something it's something I offer. I, ha I have one -on ones, and I do groups. I feel like groups of the thing I've done like. Hogwarts. Well, maybe you should check out Costa Rica at some point. I don't. I'm not just planting seeds and ideas. Uh, I'm down here in Costa Rica for three months. Property is fucking cheap. 
And I'm like, it would make a lot of sense to hit. There's a few people I know and I've kind of reached out to them. I'm not making any solid plans now, but it's like, why don't we buy like 10, 20 acres, whatever, and build some like tiny homes and like a big retreat center type thing and just have people kind of go in, you know, it's like, hey, you can stay here for mm-hmm. three or six months. It's so cheap. I mean, there's like pineapples and mangoes and everything. It's it's nuts. It's, mm. it's, uh, it's a little different because I don't speak Spanish. And I mean, I'm like eight miles away from a, 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 up until 2011, it was like the most active volcano on earth or something like that. Just every night kind of doing its thing. It's unfortunately wow. not giving me a light. I know. I'm like, oh, uh, the city that I'm next to, the town or whatever, is called La Fortuna. It's like the fortunate because they haven't gotten killed by the fucking volcano. <laughs> so they're like, oh, yeah, wow. still here. Um, but just, just an idea. I think we're coming to a place in uh, culture where it's like, we're going to have to do it ourselves. We're the ones we've been waiting for. I mean, like, you know, it's like you wanted the help that, you know, as a kid or not a kid, but you know, as a young woman, you felt like you didn't have the resources to help you through your journey. It's time to make the resources available for others that you would want, you know, do unto others kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever that looks like, um, specifically, I don't know, but I think that you, I could see you doing something, you know, where yes, you're an artist and you're doing, you know, residency and creating and stuff, but it seems like you, it's, it's, it's almost like we're, we're Swiss army knives or whatever. It's like, uh, you know, I love giving readings, but I'm also a musician and having conversations is fun. These are very different things in a sense. Um, so I think you're similar where it's like Swiss army knife. It's like, I'm an artist, but I'm also an exorcist to womb healer. And I'm also, you know, all these kinds of I gotta stop using well, the word. Yeah. This isn't land right with me. Well, um, we could think of a better term, Rafa. If you have anything off the top of your head, we could think of a better term. I think that's just a, tr- you know, I'm not Catholic, so I don't even deal with that kind of reality, but uh, or haven't really thought of it much. I've obviously seen the movie or whatever. But, I should like look at the word and see what it means. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. X is to like to excommunicate. It's like to kick out, right? To like it's 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 past tense. It's like it was to, mm-hmm. uh, and I I couldn't tell you what surcise means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, no, we, there, there's I mean, it even come up with your own damn term where it's like, oh, I help things move on, or you know, I I, I just call them wound clearing ceremonies. Makes sense. Um, so well. <laughs> Tell people how they can get in touch with you. Um, check out your art and all this, and we can start wrapping it and winding it down. We'll put your links in the um, comments. But yeah, like, uh, what do you? I, I do. I appreciate you've hooked me up with someone in the states uh, to do ayahuasca potentially with. Um, and if I do go back to the states, I think I'll hit her up and uh, do that. She seemed chill. I want to get her on the podcast actually. Um, what? I like. I can't. Um, I have her WhatsApp. I forget. Uh, I think. She's, oh, Bonnie. Oh, correct. I don't know yeah. if supposed to be saying names. I don't know. No, who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. No, but she'd so oh, be great for your podcast. Oh, no. She said she was totally down. I sent her a link. She's yeah. like, oh, I'm busy now. Um, but she seemed like a cool person to do that with. There might be a guy. I mean, it's one of these things where I'm like, hey, I mean, I eat mushrooms on my own here and I'm tripping out and having fun. But I think ayahuasca is something that's a little more intense. So I don't want to just be like, it's not. I'd rather be in the hands of someone who can help me through the process than just kind of hope for the best. That's what happened with DMT. Yeah, that, yeah. I oh, feel like that connection is my favorite that I personally sat with. Very, very thorough. Yeah, just yeah, very thorough. I was, I was very impressed by like the, the thoroughness. Yeah, she's team rabbit hole as fuck. We we're just talking uh, in general. She's like you like me like rafa i mean it's like okay look i'd rather hang out with people like me and do these things than like 
I don't have to go to some like, you know, person in the jungle necessarily, though uh, the authentic Shipibo thing is probably interesting in its own way. I, really I digress. Yeah, exactly. I still think it would be like a trip to do that. Like, like what we're saying, it's like, I haven't done these things, but it would be wild to go to like where this originates with the people who found it, who have been doing it for a long time. I think that would be its own kind of vibe. Um, yeah. I don't really want to just be like, oh, I'm with Patty in her apartment in Brooklyn and we're going to trip face. It's like, okay, I'm sure that's fine or whatever, but uh, it's, it's just, uh, it is whatever. There's no wrong ways. There's many ways it seems. Anyway, um, let people know kind of what you're up to in the near future and how they can get in touch with you kind of do your plug spiel and we'll kind of wrap her up yeah so my instagram is temple of enchantment with underscores in between so temple underscore of underscore enchantment uh my website's peyton quinn baker these will all be in the show notes right or yeah, yeah i'll put we'll put it you don't even have to say all this so it's like how how would you prefer people reach out to you i guess yeah i love podcast. instagram if you listen to the podcast send me a dm be like yo i listen what's up girl um yeah and um currently you want you want me to share about my offering yeah yeah i have a group women's offering which i actually will be doing a group women's uh a group womb, womb ceremony for us towards the beginning uh just get those channels really clear it's going to be a painting visionary journey i'll be teaching us how to tap into clairvoyance uh, teaching us technical painting technique, and we're going to be painting a gorgeous portrait of our pussy and what the heavenly reality looks like inside there, that beautiful portal of yours. Yeah, so going to do that, and it's going to be magic. Super high priestess portrait. It's the ultimate high priestess Yes. Uh, yeah. doorway. I guess you could say. Um, Peyton, always a pleasure having you on. We got to do this more frequently than every two years. I'm glad that uh, we stayed in touch because you have kind of guided me to that uh, dude in Kansas, the other chick. Um, so I will be utilizing those tools. I'm just kind of caught up in the Costa Rica thing at the moment. Yeah, no um, worries. But great art. Keep it up. Uh, you've got a great sense of humor and a great spirit. Uh, you're definitely team rabbit hole. Never, never doubt it. You're, you're doing your thing and doing it proud. And I appreciate that. So thanks for giving us your energy and time, your uh, story, your insight, and definitely uh, come back again. If we, if we have like a crew of like really strong chicks, I think you should come. Maybe that would make these conversations more. I think we actually handled it well enough considering we don't have Yonates, Raphael. Good job. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, you don't need a thanks. pussy to talk to me. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, well, but we, well, we should we should totally do like a panel of three, four, five, or something. Talk amongst themselves, and we shut up. Would be cool. Yeah, that sounds Hold fun. The space. Just be like, all right, you guys, just illumine us, and we'll get it on record. Um, yeah. So, uh, guys, this is Team Rabbit Hole Shit. We talk about everything from horror films to uh, <laughs> portraits. So check out the other podcasts, and all as always, guys, further up and further in. That's just the nature of the game. Let's do it. Thank you so much for joining, Peyton. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Yeah, thanks for having me.